Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure. Run fast on Raw Dog. Serious XM Comedy Hits. Channel 
really, who cares who wins this match? Uh, but the Portland team, uh, very, very strong, very, very exciting. Well, there's no, so he's done it, like Damian Lillard, like, I think like three or four times buzzer beaters this season, which is insane. It's- that is insane, but game seven in a series is historic. That is something yeah. that the people in Portland are going to be talking about years from now. When they're like, I don't know why the Blazers left. I don't know why Oklahoma has said he now has two teams. Doesn't seem fair. Just everybody will end up at OKC. Did you see that story where the paper came out and embarrassed uh, and said we're embarrassed about our headline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were just trashing Durant yeah. for, for not for not you know, showing up, and then bam, he just comes back, fucking thirty three points. Well, and now they're somewhat trying to take credit, but these smaller markets have figured out a Kevin Durant probably wants out for financial reasons because. Movings to a bigger market would help him. Going to an L.A., uh, New York, a Chicago, even Philly or Boston would put more money in his in his pocket long term. Uh, much like LeBron's star raised as he left Cleveland, so everyone just turned around and yelled at the paper, and the paper had to apologize. I get it. In this case, like a lot of people were saying, "Oh, it's just another apology." But he, like the second best player, was injured half the season. He he scored like over twenty five points, like forty straight games, and now he doesn't shoot. Like that the whole offense revolves around him. Right. I mean, so what they're saying is he let us down in the series so far, but they wouldn't even have gotten there. Blah blah blah. This is this is the kind of sports reporting you can do if you live in a Philadelphia, if you live in a Chicago in New York, but you can't do it in a smaller market without everybody being pissed off at you. Like the coach, he they think like, oh, he's going to be like a candidate for coach of the year. Well, he draws up plays and they like spend like half the shot clock trying to get it to him in the post. That's and, all I'd be doing anyway. And then when they do, he just like dribbles it out to the three point line. Like fuck you guys, I'm just doing what I want. I got uh, this. Here's uh, Brendan in Albany. Brendan. Brendan, we got you, buddy. You're on the air, Brendan. I'm going to try to fix that line because he's going for tickets. Jim in Long Island. Hey, Ron, welcome back. It's good to be back, my friend. Yeah, it's good to hear you guys back on the radio live. Uh, you calling for tickets? I am. Boom, we got a pair of tickets for you tonight. Enjoy yourself at the Lewis Black Show. Uh, here's Andrew. Andrew, what are you looking for? I was looking for those tickets that just got one, I think. I'm going to give you another pair. How about that? Oh, that is awesome. Coming, Ronnie, coming through for you like uh, there's no tomorrow. It's Lewis Black tonight in New York City. It's Lewis Black Presents, tonight, 7 p.m. Big stars, big cure, an, un- an unforgettable night of comedy and music to fight cystic fibrosis with Joy Behar, Will be Goldberg, Kathleen Madigan, John Stewart, and more. Uh, a friend of mine works in uh, research for a big drug company, and the cure for cystic fibrosis is very, very close. And what they believe it to be, comedy. They honestly think comedy could do it. You know how they say laughter is the best medicine? Yeah. They're not fucking around. <laughs> Literally, if you laugh, you can beat any disease. Um, Patricia, in mass. Go ahead, Patricia. Hello? Yeah, you're on the air, honey. What can we do for oh. you? Oh, uh, yeah. I love, love Lewis Black. He's crazy. Uh, all those stars would love to see him in person, but especially this cause. 
I personally used to do fundraising myself. I used to go out in the neighborhood, and uh, you know, if it's, if it's laughter, if it's around the corner to help these these people, I'm all for it. But you live in Massachusetts. You would come all the way down for that. Yeah, I actually uh, visiting my daughter up at Hampshire College, and I'm driving home back to New Jersey. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give you a pair of tickets to this. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. All right, because it's great that you do fundraising, but what I'm doing today, fundraising, F U N. And there's no funny without F-U-N. I learned that. It's a hell of a lesson. Yeah, it was. It's a lesson I had to learn. Hard truth. Yeah. I'd like to say something about Martin. Martin! Uh, so that's going to be exciting. Um, probably should have saved those tickets and not just given them out <laughs> right away, but I can't help it. It's fun. I mean, it's happening tonight at the Rose Theater in New York City at 7 p.m. Lewis Black presents Big Stars, Big Cure, an unforgettable night of comedy and music to fight cystic fibrosis. I would go just to see The Cure alone. I mean, to me, that's fucking amazing. The Cure isn't playing. Robert Smith is going to be there. He's, he's got a tight 15. He doesn't <laughs> seem funny to me. He <laughs> seems sad. I mean, this is supposed to be an upper, not a downer. I'll take either. I just want to out of this mood. Mix them. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I know we have put off the Fez Watley news for uh, quite a while. Fez is going through his medical problems today inside a sealed oxygen tent. Fez Watley is in the house. If you'd like to give him a call and say welcome back, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. But may I present to you the one-hit wonder who sang the song, It Makes Me Fez, Fez Watley. Hi, everybody. It's so good to be back and You're, out of a hospital bed. I just have to tell you, you decided to be in, in that room today, right? So you yes. can stand up during the show? So I can stand up, so I can pace around if I need to. Chris didn't turn your mic on. This is the loose board he runs in here. And that's something I want you working on him f- with, because... Tag teams, you and Chris are a team now. Now, Fez, explain to people, the last we heard, we were waiting to see if you got an extension on your contract. I did announce that you got the six-month extension. Right. Then you spent three weeks of that off the air. What are the reasons? It's basically a five-month extension now. Uh, I went to the hospital, to the emergency room. I had pain in my shoulder and my neck. And running all down my arm. We believed it to be another massive heart attack. And that's what the people in the emergency room believed as well. Mm-hmm. And um, so, so far, they're treating me for a heart attack because they come and tell me that shoulder pain is a symptom of aortic dissection. And I start screaming in the emergency room, John Ritter, John Ritter, because that's what killed him. When he went to the when he went to the hospital, they didn't catch it, and that's what killed him. I wasn't having a heart attack. I had a herniated disc in my neck, but while in the hospital, I did end up having a heart attack. Now, how does one have a heart attack in the hospital near in the coronary unit? Um, I believe it's just from all the pain I was in. I got really upset because I thought, all right, Fez Watley, another John Ritter. I see it coming right here. Um, but what I'm saying, pain can bring on a heart attack? I think with me, I think I was like on the verge of one and this sealed the deal. Okay. So that was, so before they could even deal with the neck, 
they had to get me through the heart attack and put another three stents in and get me unblocked again. But also, while in the ER, they gave me morphine, which I don't handle well. I'm not like the other people on this on this show. Hey. What I, the f- <laughs> hey. What the f- Come on. First day back. I know. And you're taking a shot at the two people who, in my opinion, have their own disease. Thank you. So I ended up throwing up from the morphine. Pussy in a waste of morphine. And... Throw it all of a sudden. I throw up and everything's bright red. Then it turns dark red, and I'm like, "Did I have grape juice last night? What is this? I'm throwing up blood in the ER." So now they have to go down my throat and see what's going on in my stomach. I had two ulcers, along with the heart attack that ended up happening in the hospital, mm. which I believe they caused. And then finally, they shoved me in an MRI machine which hurt so bad and found out that I have a herniated disc that needs to be replaced. So I think it's payback for any sort of Peyton Manning joke I may have made over the years. Um, and wasn't your blood sugar crazy also? Yeah, the blood sugar went sky high because some of the things they were giving me. So I had to stay in the hospital till they could get the sugar under control. He's what medical students call a jackpot. It really was a perfect storm. I'd like to sing you a sing a theme song for you right now. That old man radio, <laughs> that old man radio, he just keep bitching, he won't stop whining. Uh, so, from what I understand from talking with your people, you don't have a herniated disc. The disc itself is gone. Yeah, that was the last appointment I had with the orthopedic surgeon who says the disc is destroyed. It's di- completely disintegrated. There's how, no fixing it. How does a disc uh, get destroyed? I have no idea. It's not like I'm any sort of athlete at all. But don't you ask them? Like, the, how did my disc disappear? I said, wouldn't I have felt some neck pain? Because I didn't feel anything until that day. He said that maybe, he goes, you probably changed your posture without realizing it to accommodate it. And then I thought, oh, yes, Ron has told me I walk sloop-shouldered a lot. You do work, you do walk uh, sloop-shouldered, sloop-shouldered. Which disc is it, Fez? It's the C5. Bingo! We have a bingo. Uh, B20. Check. I16. Check. Free space. G9. Check. And C5. That's a check, everybody. Uh, clear your cards, and we'll be playing another game. Don't get mad. Everybody's going to... Everybody step up for a game of bingo. Change your seats, change your cards, just may change your luck. Coming up in three minutes, another game of bingo. Going home. Fuck you, Gladys. Um, the Indians used to run the big casinos before they let, just bingo casinos before they let them do everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. All over the country. And there's good money in calling bingo. Really? Oh, nice money. You got to keep the game moving along and keep the people entertained. Shit, I never, ever even th- I've never even been to a bingo game. I, know, I don't even fucking... I've only seen it on television. You've never been to a bingo game never, in your life? Never. You go out there and these old ladies will sometimes play with like 40 fucking cards. You know, they bring in their own marker from home. 
<laughs> Got my lucky marker here. But some of those games get up to thousands and thousands of dollars. Shit. B- believe me, uh, you would get down in it and your addiction would pop right in. Just the way you described to me, thousands and thousands of dollars, I, I feel like I'm, I gotta find a bingo action. Well, here's, and here's the other annoying thing. You normally have, like, when bingo is called, you probably have four fucking numbers yourself. Oh. So you're just, like, fucking freaking out. <laughs> I would just go for that big circular cage that spin all those numbers around in. What do you mean you would go for it? I mean, just for that reason alone, that oh, guy probably makes it. that guy probably makes some uh, cash on the side too. Whereas the host is spinning it as well. Normally, you, you go spinning it while you're fucking hosting while you're calling. Super. Anyway, we got off of Fez's thing. So you you're missing a vertebrae. Is that it? Is that what the disc is? Is it a vertebrae? I don't know if it's a vertebrae. If that counts as a vertebrae. No, you were also saying that you are concerned about the use of your left arm. Yeah, so the nerve has been crushed because everything collapsed on it when the C5 uh, disc disintegrated. So my doctor said that I have to be careful of this left arm and go to rehab because he feels like it's getting weaker and I could lose total use of it. Now, I would ha- I would have had the surgery. That's what the doctor says I need. He says it's my only option. But now I have to wait three months for the surgery because, lucky me, I got three new stents. And I'm, uh, of course, on the blood thinners. And they can't operate for three months. And <laughs> I'm in this pain. <laughs> we should have a comic strip called That's Our Fezzy where horrible medical things just happen. It was just uh, nonstop in the hospital. Um, so you are are you on some kind, something for your diabetes still? Oh yeah, you have to do the shots. Yeah, I have to do the shots twice a day now of uh-huh. insulin, and then I'm also on two diabetic drugs. So if they did the operation for you, you would bleed out because of the. I was going to say paint thinners, but that can't be it. <laughs> no, it's got to be blood thinners. With the heavy dose of blood thinners that I'm on for the next three months. They said I could start bleeding into my spinal column, and they'd never get it stopped. Just use some towels. All right, so what can... So you want to stand up throughout the show. I have to stand up. Sitting is the worst position. Laying is better. Standing is okay. And and you... So what do you do at night when you try to get to sleep? You stand up and sleep like a horse? I try to time my pain medicine with my sleeping, and it is not working. I remember when I used to time my pain medicine, too. <laughs> um, I have not got that down yet. But the pain medicine works well. Are you still with the oxys? No, they're all gone. They won't give you any more oxys? I think I have one more prescription that they're holding for me at the pharmacy. How many you get in every script? It was really small. It was like maybe a dozen. How about like 60 milligrams? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's what's up. <laughs> you crush it and snort it, or you just fucking... You gotta crush it. No, I just swallow it. You know, if you do hey. that with, uh, with a cup of hot water, I'll get into the system faster, too. Oh, I didn't know that. Cool. Personally, I would just crush it and snort, and it'll be right there for you. That's immediate. That's, that's straight to your fucking brain. Oh, yeah. It won't last as long, <laughs> but it will be immediate and feel great. Do it. Why don't I hold your script? <laughs> I'll bring it in for you. 
to hang let, on to. And let me write, let me write a script on the things that you should say when you're trying to get a new script. I'm actually going to type up a script. Here's a one page on fucking how to. So the pain on a scale of one to ten, what's the pain like? Like right now? Yeah, like on, like on a daily basis. Oh, it hits 10 every single day. Ben, you don't know when it's going to come. No, it's mostly at night where it just feels like someone is ripping my arm off of the bone. But your neck doesn't hurt. No, it's my, sh- it's my shoulder, like right around my shoulder blade, down the back of my arm, my elbow, down you, the back of my forearm, I and into my that hand. You're already carrying the arm like it's a dead arm. It, I have to keep it in a in a bent position, or it hurts more. He he's he tried to pat me on the back, and he had to turn to the side and pat me on his right arm. There's a way that I could ch- check on this, and basically, I call it the book stack method. I'm going really? to have you hold on to books, and we're <laughs> going to keep stacking until the pain gets. I believe you're probably a seven stacker. But I don't know. You could do it with pamphlets, actually, and it would have the same effect. Now, you said you wanted to work in there in case you got the pain in front of a guest and had to take a knee. Yeah, I don't want to, like, all of a sudden grab my arm, grab my shoulder, and just start wincing and crying, which has happened several times throughout the past few weeks. Well, it doesn't make you baby, Fez. Well, some people want to say, welcome back, Fez. We missed you. Oh. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> Had a heart attack. Oh man! Well, you, your problem is, Fez. You've like used up any amount of get well soon's that we possibly have. Yeah. Even, even you, you have ten lifetimes for tapped. It. You're fucking tapped out, dude. Even when they told me on the table in the operating room that I had a heart attack, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, fine, do what you got to do. Just so, it's so used to it by this point. I just never heard of someone having a heart attack while they're in the hospital getting medical tests for something else. You see, you should be totally fine. You're in the hospital. You're in the hospital. <laughs> You're plugged in. They start taking my blood out of me as soon as I get in there because they think it's a heart attack. The first two rounds of tests come back negative. Late- oh, sad. That's weird because we normally get so many calls here. Chock full. All right, let me just say this. I'm begging people to call and tell them to get better. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. We did have a wrong number call, if that makes you feel any better. I'll take it. Mm. Oh. Weird. Well, it's exciting to have you back here, Fez. It's weird. Why is it weird? <laughs> he's, just, he was gone. he's been gone for so long. He's gone so long that you got used to it. Yeah, it's like that, that chair in the office. That's, no one sits there and there anymore. He's like... <laughs> He's like fucking, I hope not. He's like fucking Billy Bats. He did his time. Now he's back here. You know, he wants a little fucking respect for everything he did. What, what other task other than sleeping are you having difficulty with? Sitting down at a computer is the absolute worst. Sitting is, is a nightmare. All the ass pressure goes right to my disintegrated disc. I just, I'm very curious how you just disintegrate it and turn to a, a powder. And Fez says to me, he goes, uh, well, they do wear out. And I go like this, my parents have fucking fine necks. 
Tell that karate and pick up basketball he's doing. Since this disc is gone, does my head look closer to my shoulders since it collapsed? It's always been close to your shoulders. I always, like you said, I I always been a fucking... He's got that embarrassing walk where it looks like it looks like he's trying as he comes into a room it looks like he's trying to leave. It looks like something is pulling him into every room that he goes into. Um if your disc disintegrates, there should be a lead-up time of pain to catch it. I would have like I would have thought so. The fucking halfway point when you have half a disc, you're you're feeling fine. It's only fair. Just shattered like a saltine. It's fine one day, gone the next. All right. Uh, here's Mike, and I'm sure we'll hear from a bunch of disc people. But Mike says to us, the disc is the soft cushion between the vertebrae. Okay. I didn't know that. Me neither. I never thought of a disc as something as soft. I thought it was a bone. If one gets damaged or out of place and wears on itself, it will lose its fluid and dry up. I have been pissing a lot. So, that's what happened to you, and that's probably why it all went out while you were sleeping that night, and you got up in the morning and thought, you know, oh my God, I'm in pain, it must be a heart attack. Um, my disc dried up. Now, someone told me that after the operation, you will be 100%. You won't have a problem again. Because you're keeping the vertebrae separated. And then what's hurting you now is the nerve being exposed and right. leaned on or whatever. So the second that they put that in, you're going to feel like 100% again. All right, so something yeah, the doctor to. said everything. the nerve but, is strangulated. But see, here's the thing, Chris. If it was anyone else, they would have had that done last week immediately. And he would be, you know, out of pain and on the road to recovery, but because of his other problems, he now has to go three months of pain before he gets the thing that's going to get rid of the pain. And the pills that he takes don't get rid of the pain, they just mask the pain. All right, so he's just now grinding that nerve down even more. Yeah, he's grinding the nerve. And that medicine that I'm on, Lyrica takes away some of the sharpness of the pain and kind of makes it into a dull ache instead. Right, but it doesn't. Your body's still going through the same trauma. Yeah. Your brain's just not finding out. So if you're worried that the pain brought on heart attack, your body and heart is uh, still going through the same things. All right, Fez, some people want to talk to you. Oh, great. Oh, not great. I thought you had some real fans out there that cared about you. I would have thought so. Well, looks like you let let the fluid out of them as well. They're all a slip disc. Or a disintegrated disc. Slip disc. Janie never got a slip disc. Um, but that's the important thing. The important thing is, Fez, that you're going to be in constant pain. <laughs> and That's what I'm looking forward you to. You have no use of your left arm. No, the hand is completely numb, especially the uh, forefinger. And but the... Is it comfortably numb? No, because the medicine actually makes it, gives it a burning sensation. That old man radio. 
Well, it sounds like you're doing good. We have to leave now, but we'll be back. Yeah, we'll be back next Sunday. And uh, we'll stop and get you butterscotch sweets and maybe a brownie if it's okay with your doctor. Bring a sandwich. Yeah. Oh, we've got pictures of the kids in their Halloween costumes. I want to see those. Wow. We'll get this light fixed, too. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Smells in here. I'm going to open up the window. (laughs) The AC works. Don't give you any blankets. (laughs) (laughs) No, Shelby. You have to go with us. (laughs) Shelby, come up and visit you when you're in the hospital. Guys, look over at me. Yes. Yes, he did. I, I'm sorry, I was checking on something with the phones here. What, what, what are you checking on? I was just, um, I was, there was a, someone up there that was mis, a name misspelled, so I was just checking on that. I'm sorry, what was the question? What was the name supposed to be, Bob, and it went up his boob? I'm going to get you one of those big fucking ear horns that you can keep <laughs> up. You'll know when I'm talking to you. My question was, did Shelby come visit you? No, Shelby did not come to the hospital. So Chris went alone? No, Chris wasn't there either. And did I make it at all? Yes, you actually. Oh, thank you. You were actually there when I woke up at one point, and that was the nicest thing ever. No, that was the day I thought that you were dead, because you were <laughs> fucking down sleeping, and then his mouth open. <laughs> oh, my God. So I just started to put his cover over his head like it was already done. So I could wheel him down the hall and just leave him somewhere. We're calling this. I was trying to get him to the morgue, but he was hooked up to so many different things. That was a delighted day. And I had to bring him pens and a notebook. God. (laughs) Like he's in prison. He's going to commissary. Uh, Hey, Tim, you're on the Run Fed Show. Hey, guys, how's it going today? Hey, what's happening? Hey, Fezzy, now does this mean your love life's been cut in half? Well, half a zero. Well, he's yeah, doing a blowjob joke. Oh, he's doing a jerk-off joke. I <laughs> thought it was going to be a neck blowjob joke. Yeah, that was a worse fucking joke. Um, I haven't tried that yet. <laughs> you're the stranger. Yeah, with all them fucking meds that you're into anyway, I'm not even sure if it's going to work. <laughs> I've been trying for an hour and a half. She's come out like jello. Oh. <laughs> Let's never talk about the thickness of Fez's jizz again. That's where I lost my disc fluid. <laughs> um, Leslie said that her grandmother lost disc and also has chronic ulcers. Might be perfect. Might be somebody for you to meet, Fez. <laughs> Very least roommates. Her grandmother's a girl. <laughs> so are you. Um, Roger, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, Fezzy. Yes. Hey, congratulations. Good to, good to see you back. Hey, and uh, get over on the, give you a little tug uh, if it gets any worse. And hey, Ron, uh, Chris Stanley's a bitch. That hurts. Thank you for a very dull call. I got a bunch of things written down here. Jerk off joke. Insult Chris. <laughs> we don't want to get down here. Okay, we definitely want to shoot on Chris. That fucking Oklahoma death penalty guy is in better shape than Fez right now. 
All right, let's do our own office poll. How many days before you think Fez is out again? Friday. He'll be out Friday. Wow, that's quick. Uh, I see something will happen over the weekend. So, so five days and then out. Right. I'm going big. I'm going high here. Yeah. I think he's going to make it in for 13 shows. <laughs> Jesus. But I, th- I do think a couple sent home early days. I think he's going to do that thing where he goes to reach for a paper and the fucking white pain just hits him. Just drops. Yeah. It's like, oh my, is he dead? Because there's, and I really wish we would do the book stack game where we just stack how many books. I think he could take six fucking dictionaries. We can send out Vito get some dictionaries. Vito might have been the one who crushed it. Remember, he was rubbing his back. Oh, yeah. He's using his elbow, like really getting in there. Well, here's the thing. You know we would be in trouble with HR if we found out that one of the hosts was demanding that the interns give him a fucking rub down. <laughs> I was over. in agony. It was the last resort. Yeah. We're all in agony. But we can't come over here and ask the fucking interns to start giving us rub downs. Hey, Vito, uh, my dogs are fucking killing me. Give me a foot massage. That's disgusting. I was just saying. No, I was thinking of your feet. (laughs) Just the fact that those shoes off. I'd quit. I would fucking quit if you took your shoes off. Figure they stayed on them all the time. Right. Sometime, like, if Wiki fucking gets mad at you or wants you to do something, you just say this. I'll do it, but in my bare feet. How's that? Like that? I'm going to drop that bomb on this whole fucking place. That would be so disgusting. There's vents, too, so everyone's going to be fucking injured. The amount of liquid that would come out of those fucking shoes alone. Jesus Christ. Just look like fucking turkey grease. Soggy. Hey, Cigars and Scotch. Hey, a big here. Welcome back to Fez. Sure. And also, a congratulations are in order, Fez. Why is that? You are the, you are the first ever ruptured disc jockey. Mm, that's a really nice line. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Thanks, CNS. Um, here's somebody who's happy that you're back. Janice. Hi, Janice. Hi, Fuzzy. I missed you. I was so great last week hearing you on the replays. Yay. I'm, I'm glad you're okay. You're like the cheerleader right now. We just, yay. <laughs> Good thing. Yay. You should be my candy striper. Hey. Three discs for Fuzzy. You're not dead. Hooray. That's very sweet of you. And, uh. You know, I I love Jimmy Norton and Jay Moore, but even I didn't think I could love them even more than I do. But the Louis Anderson, I just wasn't that great. Oh, I love it. (laughs) We got to see Louis Anderson with Rita Runner once, and he just killed. He's always slayed. Yeah, and uh, felt bad that he felt so bad about that goofy show. The uh, yeah, I know. I don't know why he took that fucking Family Feud thing so hard, but it's fine. Yeah. I tried to tell him I never got to host the feud. If anyone should be upset, it's me. <laughs> you know, there are... Uh, is there another... Who's... Oh, Millionaire. Cedric's out. Or Cedric leaving. wants to leave. <laughs> Says he doesn't have time to do Millionaire. Oh, come on. From, like every other show, like Springer or Maury, they're moving it to Connecticut. It's like, no, I'm, uh, I'm not going to Connecticut What are you talking week. about? I didn't even know about this. Yeah, they... Connecticut? All these like shows, like Springer, they film them in Connecticut to uh, cut costs, so they're doing that with Millionaire, too. To defray costs. I was just saying the thing that more movies are being shot in New York now than in L.A. There was just an article, and I'm like, 
L.A. better get your shit together. Because that's your thing. No, they're fucking falling apart. Lose tonight's show. Now they're, lo- they're losing film. <laughs> the uh, the Lakers suck. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is nuts. They're they're just bu- they just built out the this movie studio near my house, Coffin Astoria Studios. They just literally took an entire block. And they've expanded their shit. Like, you can't go down the block anymore. It's the Kaufman Studios. <laughs> Welcome to Kaufman Studios. Can I get you some brisket? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Janice. Nice to talk okay. to you, honey. And uh, Fuzzy, yay! 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 Oh, Jesus. Hey, Red, you're on the air. Hey, Fez, welcome back. Uh, just wondering which game in the uh, Nets Heat series you're taking the boys to. Can't wait to see you guys on the wood, baby. Yes, it's Fez's back. I guess you'll have to stand in the aisle while we're <laughs> sitting there. Uh, give us uh, prices right now. All right, let's see. We want to be down next to Rihanna, of course, right on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we should really wait and go when I can go along with everyone. LeBron is going to chase a loose ball into the crowd to sh- shatter Fez's <laughs> spinal cord. Good. Somebody else is fucking paying for it. <laughs> All right. Court, for two tickets, courtside, $21,000. For game two, Heat and Nets. That sounds pricey. Wait, is that in Miami? Or? It's in Brooklyn. Game two? Game two. Hmm. You know, you're not trusting him? Miami at Brooklyn Nets, home, game two, series, game, game four. No. Game two, game four. Uh, no, 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 come on. They, they wrote it stupidly. They wrote it stupidly. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Stuff of it is all fucked up. Well, that's good, because that's how you read it. Oh, <laughs> shit! I thought we were a team. <laughs> Take down. There's no disc in team. I can't wait to go to this fucking game. Um... Bill, you're on the on the air. How you doing, buddy? Hey, guys, Fezzy, welcome back. It's great to hear you. Thank you. I was just wondering, were there any good-looking male nurses in there? Did you make any connections, make anything happen, or what? When I was in there, I actually yelled at Fez for fucking not paying attention to a twink who was trying to compliment him on his shitty tattoos. And Fez did not even gaydar this thing up. He didn't know the man was fucking coming on to him. I'm telling you right now, Fez is as interested in men as he is in women. Nada. Zilch. Why doesn't... Just embrace asexuality. Why don't you embrace it first and just say, my friend is an asexual, and be happy for him? My friend is an asexual, except he doesn't act on it. And I now say this. He yeah. can't. I, I don't go to see my friend in the hospital. I don't go to see my friend in the hospital. Because it's two fucking subway stops out of your way. Because it's two fucking subway stops <laughs> out of my way. <laughs> How come you guys didn't go up? Seriously. Just had a lot going on. Some, what? Uh, you know, Netflix. Why didn't you go see the Butt King? <laughs> I don't deal well in hospitals. No one does. <laughs> No one ever says, oh, I love going to the fucking hospital and visiting my friends. I thought you had to buy, like, a ticket or something. You're a wise ass. <laughs> there is a cover. How about you and you did your fake cancer gland thing that hasn't even come through? Yeah, I'm just not. Uh, it's too expensive now. What? Copays and such. I'm just going to wait that out. 
You don't wait out cancer. It waits you out. Well, now they got <laughs> on this. They got me on. Like I guess, like they think, oh, cutting it out's like a last resort. Now they're giving me all this other stuff that giving me weird side effects too. Like what? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of embarrassing. Good. I can't jizz right now. Uh, <laughs> Do you understand? You should have been on my team. Both of them come. Do you understand why I'm calling you fucking Fez Junior all the time? <laughs> First of all, you you can't jizz because you repel women. It has nothing to do with anything else. I don't know where it's all going. I mean, it's going up in your asshole and causing ass crack, fucking cancer. So that's your fucking medical thing. Yeah. Chris, you're just an active fucking addict? Yeah, but I can come. It's fine. It, that works perfectly fine. I would have thought that you were on something because you sent shit in about the derby that mm. was so nonsensical. Which derby stuff? Didn't you send stuff into the derby? The you had fucking things that races that didn't even exist? No, I didn't send that in. I thought that you did. Maybe it was Saratoga Chick. He sent in some fucking awful pics, that's for sure. But he had fucking things that weren't even races that didn't go down. I've known that you weren't going to be involved over your time off. Did you love that horse, though, that fucking California Chrome? It's I, a beautiful horse. I love the way it dominated. And seeing, like, everyone said, this is the fucking horse that's going to win, and that uh, favorite hasn't won in a while. Did to see him dominate? It was, awesome. it was pretty awesome. Well, just see him shift when he wanted to. Yeah. Just when he wanted to, he just fucking just... Put it out there. Turn it fucking over. Although it up. I admit, for no apparent reason, other than being a da taxi fan, I was really pulling for Danza. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people were loving Danza. I thought Candy Boy had a shot. I was way off. I know. That's the one that you fucking sent me in. Yeah. That's what Fez calls me sometimes. Um, my JC said. That Fez has been complaining about numb fingers for a while. Do you remember that, Fez? Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Because, like, you were, I remember you were, like, crushing them and I couldn't feel it. And then you got to one that I could feel. I don't remember that. Oh, you told me your hand was numb, so I tested it? Yeah. Why didn't you get your doctor to test it? Not just some guy you work with. It finally went away. Yeah. Your fucking disc went away. It's a really shitty James Bond movie. Numb finger. Numb finger. <laughs> Shelby don't jizz. <laughs> um, so what do they give you? J uh, non jizz pills? Oh, uh, no, I'm just uh, stopping. I'm just not taking any medication. Oh, I just got to release. So you can jerk off more? Well, I can. There's just nothing happening. I just got to release something here. I'm getting Wait, so all ornery. You, this is fucking... This is Why don't you try point. dating? Do you... You can't orgasm? Or when you orgasm, nothing comes out? Yeah, the second one. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever. It's fine. Let's clean up. You're good. He's just frustrated. <laughs> Maybe... Maybe if you were with someone other than being by yourself in your bed. That fucking spank palace you're fucking living with <laughs> over there in Queens. The jizz dome. <laughs> the non-jizz dome. <laughs> I wish it was jizz dome. They dropped their sponsorship. 
Yeah, if there's no jizz. Why would they sponsor? <laughs> Seriously, I just despise the people on this show. Just hey, a, I could come. Don't you? <laughs> can I have the some? Fucking dream Perfect. team of weirdos. Fifty <laughs> percent of the fucking team can't come now. <laughs> and, and it just happens to be the fifty percent that doesn't date. Weirdos. Well, well. Hydrack Johnny. Uh, welcome back, Fezzy. Thanks, Johnny. And, and I like that you now have a guy on the show who is we can now call Dust Dick, because that's oh. what we come out of it. We'll call him Dust Dick. That's it. That's the sound of his <laughs> orgasm. It's just... Oh, God, that's disgusting. Uh, Johnny did the old bait and switch on me. He invited me out to a steak restaurant. Then he says, uh, why don't you just swing by here at Hard Rock? Uh, steak dinner will be second. I noticed this. Even Johnny jo uh, Gogo, your fucking right-hand man, was disgusted by you. <laughs> Slimy. He's like, Johnny, why aren't we there? And Johnny's like, forget about it. I got some uh, chicken tenders coming up. It's in house. <laughs> you like onion rings, don't you, fellas? <laughs> that was a good one. You got me that time. Next time we'll do a better dinner or lunch. I wanted to wait till Fez was back so we can take Fez out to a nice dinner. That'll kill him. <laughs> he has some red meat. <laughs> Every um, his blood sugar is so fucking crazy, and you haven't ever worked out the diet part of it, right? No, not on any sort of consistent basis. And yeah, then that, they that is how you handle your health on a consistent basis. <laughs> it's like I quit drinking, but not on a consistent basis. Some days I just wake up and have a drink. Yeah. Uh, and how's he supposed to fucking sit down at the dinner table? Fez has to eat like a fucking horse in a stall with a feed bag on. <laughs> it's like that, that day when you had to choose. Remember you did, you had to choose whether you'd get rid of a table, a chair, or a bed, or a couch. <laughs> he got rid of all three. <laughs> None of them work for me anymore. Fez, move over so I can see you. You're doing a fucking Shelby right now. Let me see you just try to raise your left hand. Can you do that? I can do it like this. Huh. But yes, I can't. Mr. Watley in the back. What can I do for you? I can't do it like this. You could never be oh. put on a cross. Yeah. That would kill me if they tried to crucify me. <laughs> By the way, Hicks can't do the, that either, but has nothing wrong with him. <laughs> Maybe we want to do a thing where uh, it's a little thing that I call sand buckets, where you're just holding the bucket and we're just slowly pouring sand in it. To see how long you can hold it up. But didn't they say you have to use your left hand or you'll lose it? Yeah, I have to start going to rehab so I can keep any sort of use in this hand as it's slipping away. But why don't you try to use it in real life instead of what you're doing now? Because it hurts. But you treat it like you're wearing a cast. That's the only position where it where it hurts the least. So they're going to hurt you in rehab, right? I believe so. I'm terrified of it. Oof. Why don't you just cut it off and go with a hook? <laughs> Get a hook hand. <laughs> that would be a good look for you. I just, I'd rather just cut it off and put a phone charger there. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, so we'll finally have some use for this team. <laughs> I know when they were taking me in to uh, put in my new stents, the, they had to lay me in a position that really, really hurt my neck and shoulder. And I just... <laughs> it just keeps whining. It don't stop. Bitchin'. 
I'm sorry, did I interrupt you, Fez? No, not God, at all. I, I really want to hear it. No, that was when I was screaming, do not resuscitate at the nurses. <laughs> if something goes wrong on the table, do not resuscitate. That was me yelling that out. Oh, <laughs> I know, I heard it somewhere in there. How many stints does this make? Well, I'm double digits now, Hard Rock Johnny. It's ten. Nice. It's nice, even double round numbers. What quarterback had the number ten? Who was ten? That's what I asked. Wasn't Johnny you? I don't know. I thought he was an 11 guy. I think Roethlisberger's a 10? He's 7. Okay. Oh, boy. Jesus Christ. So, Johnny, great fucking joke you played on me with the bait and switch. (laughs) That was a good one. He's Eli Manning. (laughs) Now, how much faith can I put in the Johnny Go-Go? Does he make things go, go, go? He's going to make things go, go, go for sure. All right. No, he's your, he's, that's, I wouldn't set you, I mean, I'd set you up for a bad place for a meeting, but I That was fucking hysterical, though. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a busy day and I couldn't get out of here. Yeah, but then even where you picked, you had me under Tony Orlando's pants. I mean, I wasn't <laughs> even in the Hendrix or Morrison section. All right, here are the number 10 quarterbacks. Chad Pennington. Dice. Vince Young. <laughs> Troy Smith. And this, you fucking Giants fans don't know Eli Manning? Yeah, I didn't want to get into Eli because he's so bad lately. And then the great Fran Tarkington. Fran Tarkington. No. Mark Bolger. Get Mark Bolger. <laughs> My orthopedic doctor had a photo of him with Chad Pennington up in the office. And I'm thinking, fat lot of good this did. Oh, got Cordell's. Slash. We can just start calling you Slash from now on. That's uh, that's our Slash. <laughs> get Slash on that. All right, Johnny. All right, boys. Tell Johnny. Tell Johnny. Go go. He's got my hopes up. All right. All right. Talk to you later. Later. Bye. Brady Quinn on the Browns was uh, number ten. Nice. Yeah. Now that I fucking gave you a list, everyone's ready to come fucking jumping in. Now that they're not used. Seems like a lot of bad quarterbacks went with ten though. Uh, who was uh, coming in for Mother's Day? How do you not check your mail at all? Uh, this is, by the way, I know, but I'm giving you a test. I don't know. I have to. Unbelievable. Send it to him over the break. Foggy Otis. Foggy Otis. How come that's not done on your list? <sighs> it was an oversight. Bad one. Uh, hey, Richard. Hey, Ron. Thanks. How you doing? Thanks for taking my call, buddy. That's my job. Yeah, but you don't always. Sometimes you see Richard in Canada and go, fuck that. Anyways, Fez, I want you to know that on April 6th, Monday morning, I called in there just before noon to be the first person to congratulate you on uh, re-signing your contract. And it was a real bummer to hear that you were in uh, uh, mediations. And then a couple days later, you were in the hospital. And you truly have been missed this last couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. And I hope you were listening to the show when you heard Shelby and Chris mangle the intros and the outros and the advertisements and stuff, buddy. You know you're missed. And uh, everybody's glad to have you back. There is some truth to that. Uh, Hicks filling in, doing plugs was just god-awful. It was bad. It was slurry and shitty, and I see now why Dave finds himself in so much trouble. (laughs) What do you do for Dave? Anything? I do plenty for Mr. Dave McDonald. What? I co-host the Dave Mac Sports Program with him. By going, uh uh-huh? Oh, I don't. He's going a mile a minute. And then I hear you doing them. I don't know, Dave. Maybe you shouldn't. Some things need to be stopped. Dave. 
Davy Mac. Stop that. Um, and you missed your big celebration yesterday, Fez. Uh, May the 4th. Get it? May the 4th be with you. That was all over the internet. I don't know how it got started. I don't care to know how it got started, but it's the lamest thing in the fucking world. And J.J. Abrams putting out his selfie video, which that's just a video. There's no sign of selfie. There's no selfie videos. The selfie is a picture, not a selfie video. And he put one out. This was a selfie video, which I also believe is the first scene from the new Star Wars. It's going to be Lawrence Kasdan and J.J. Abrams. Imagine a time and a place far away, long ago. I like the words, but I thought you liked Star Wars. Uh, I've I've got a prediction right now I'm going to give to everybody. Star Wars is going to be the thing that makes the other places stop making comic book movies. Star Wars is going to replace comic book movies in fanboys' hearts and minds. And they're going to start coming out every year. Plus, that's their it's their plans because they've thrown out all the, everything, and J.J. Abrams is just going to start cranking them out. I mean, they just want more fucking Star Wars movies. Disney, that's all Disney wants. Right. But, but what I'm trying to say is that's going to finally be the thing that crushes the uh, comic book movies. I don't. I I don't know because if this first one is bad, the the, the fanboys will lose it and if turn it's, on them. If it's bad, it's going to make a fucking billion dollars. Well, you. However, Star Trek was that. It's just going to be as good as that. How mm-hmm. whatever he made that. I mean, it sure it has like some humorous moments, a big action scene. And they all act like they liked it the day it happens, and then a year later they go, "Wait, that did stink." If they can teleport, why don't they teleport here? And <laughs> okay, well, hey, just enjoy you it. You sound just like a fanboy. <laughs> you know how they all talk this way. <laughs> oh, I'm a big fan of Star Trek, <laughs> and now I'm mad at him for over the teleport. You don't like uh, the Star Wars? Uh, the Star, yeah, I like Star Trek. I even I like the second Star Wars. One. Oh. Uh, Star Wars is what's coming out. Yeah, May the fourth. I think it'll be good because they got like all new, you know, people that you haven't really heard of. They're not just yeah, Princess Leia. Mark Hamill's coming back. Look at Harrison Ford. Look, let me go to Fez. I know this isn't about your health, so it it fucking takes a back seat for you. Sure. But on a scale, like your pain scale, you says a 10. Where's your excitement scale for Star Wars? It's at a 3. Really? Yeah, I just I think they're just going to assembly line these things and it's I really don't think it's going to be that great. So, I think it's going to be really Disney-fied. It's going to have like more Muppet characters in it. The fucking first one had Muppet characters in it. Why does everyone forget that? They're like, well, this, this new one seems babyish. The other one with the Ewoks was babyish. Well, people try to go, they, they go, they gloss over the third one. The stay, people, when people talk about how they love Star Wars, it's mostly the first two. Well, that one, it's, they, the it, that would be Wookie. really hammered if it was today because what did they do in the first one? They blew up the Death Star. Oh, no, we'll do in the third one. We'll blow up the Death Star again. But they really blew it up in the third one. <laughs> I mean, it was like half built. Like, they they jumped on it. They didn't I wait for it. I would actually say this. I'm done making Death Stars. Uh, it just seems like it's not worth it to me. I don't know, but it's a star. Blow up planets. I wonder for the Empire, right? That that first Death Star being um, blown up, was that like their 9-11? <laughs> like, did everyone remember in that universe where they were when the Death Star blew up? Had to have been. There's fucking- I was in school, 
and the teacher came in with a TV set. And we just watched these little things. I remember I was with Jabba the Hutt that day. I was selling space drugs or something. He was a gangster. So you're a little kid selling space drugs? <laughs> and you're putting down J.J. Abrams? <laughs> yeah, I'm putting down J.J. Abrams for a shitty video selfie. You guys are just like bitchy. Yeah. I'm surprised there's no lens flare in this video. So you're not one of you guys is excited about this. I remember in when they did the second trio, right? Yeah. It was like ninety nine or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So Fez was so fucking excited about it and he says to me, We're getting tickets for the midnight thing. So we went with a bunch of listeners and Fez talked about it like and I'm not even kidding about this. Every minute of the day Leading up to it. So we go to the midnight one. Ah, everyone's going fucking crazy. And they got their fake lightsabers and all that. I look over 15 minutes later. There's Watley fucking passed out. <laughs> it was too late of a showing. I had stayed up all night excited about it and then missed the pod race. You didn't miss much, though. I was just sitting there going, this is the dullest shit ever. Look, it's a little kid. He has these things in his blood that turn him into give him massive Jedi powers. You know, like Jar Jar? <laughs> he was he did like Jar Jar at first. Then later he turned with everybody else. I always liked the Asian aliens that fucking ran this trading guild. Um... I thought we would do, in honor of everything we're going through, a little thing that I like to call Lifeboat A New Hope. Attention. Abandon ship. It's time for Lifeboat. A new hope. You can play this by going over on the iBang with us. These are the four big characters of the first trilogy. The first Star Wars trilogy, which, for whatever awkward reason, is four, five, and six. Yeah, that's the middle of the story. <laughs> and yet now we're finding out. Yeah. That this second, this thing is finally the end of that trilogy? Yeah, this will be 7, 8, and 9, the J.J. Abrams Okay. Movies. So these were the characters, if you were back there in, was it 77 or 78, Fez? 77. All right, 77, these were the four characters that were introduced... Now, I imagine we could do this for acting purposes, for importance purposes, whatever, who could be replaced. But, Chris, I'll give you the honors of reading through. Darth Vader. Princess Leia. Luke Skywalker. And Han Solo. One of those has to be off your Star Wars boat. Now, 
Shelby, you're not even much of a fan. I used to be. Like, I think I found the... In, like, a neighbor or friend, and, like, I'd never even heard of it when I was, like, eight. And then yeah. I just, like, ran through the VHSs. And now as time goes on, I'm like, I can't even watch this shit anymore. <laughs> but when you were a little kid... When not, I had all the figurines, right. all that. I, I, don't, I don't get how people, like, 30 years later are still, like, obsessed with it. Like, it's, it's so great. You got it when you were a kid, and then you put it away like you did stuff that you're supposed to give up when you're a little kid. Yeah. Did you have a Millennium Falcon? Absolutely. Fake lightsaber. I had a Jar Jar Binks uh, I beach towel. I fucking wish I could have fucking seen it. <laughs> yeah. So you even love the Jar Jar. I, I was oh, crazy shit. for Jar Jar. Sure. More That's of what him. People... Why did he get a spinoff? Something. That was the thing. Like When that came out and everybody was bitching, my niece was little, and she fucking loved Jar Jar. And used to talk to him, and I'm like, about him and shit. And I'm like, I think that's who Star Wars is supposed to be for. Not for grown men acting like this is babyish. Look at him, he shocked his tongue. He's talking all funny now. All right, since you were the little kid interested in all this shit. And by the way, when you were a little kid, did you like the second trilogy better than the first, or the first trilogy better than the second? First trilogy. Okay. I mean, the... The, the, the 70s one. Right. <laughs> the New Hope trilogy. Out. Four, five, and six. All right, if you want to get in on this, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, or head on over to the iBang and put your vote in. But, Shelby, we're going to let you go first. Who's most safe in your world? Most safe, Han Solo. Han Solo. I think he makes that Star Wars, like, what made it so great. Like, he had the comedic element to him mm-hmm. made he, it light he was a swashbuckler alright give me your second safe second safe DV big Darth Vader I think like, I think even like I didn't understand storytelling when I was younger so when they like met in the second movie and they walked into on like the cloud planet and he was there I was like freaking out like why aren't they running why aren't they getting out of there and, like cause obviously there has to be a place where, like the good guys and the bad guys meet that's like part of storytelling but I was like, no run away oh god little shelby must have been hysterical all right now it's down to the twins well i think princess leia carrie fisher now she's hated on just because they look at her now but like back then she's like a great kind of tomboy character and like really hot you can't really do better than a uh Star Wars era Carrie Fisher Mark Hamill I think he was really whiny in those movies I mean especially I mean there's a lot going on with him but he just seemed like you know buck up champ you gotta save the universe so who are you kicking off? I'm kicking off Luke Skywalker wow wow by the way I got a thing from Michelle do you remember I told you we wanted to play that song before? Fez? Oh, yeah. Michelle's feelings are like hurt and said, I'm resending. So we'll play that again later. But that was something that we said before I introduced Fez. Want to get that song out there? Yeah. That's one of the things that we do a really bad job of here, Fez, while you're gone. Producing. That's the thing that we've got to bring it back up into. Uh, all right, Chris, I see that you disagree. Yeah. Who are you saving? Number one, Darth Vader is that to be saved. He was the fucking guy that he he was the reason that he's the reason Luke and Leia exists. He's the reason that the Emperor Empire was fucking. So you're shit. looking at it more from characters, not acting, nothing else. No, you're saying the character itself. 
Darth Vader, number one, safe. Mm-hmm. Is that why you wouldn't play the Michelle song? No. Okay. Uh, number two, who's safe? Number two, Luke Skywalker. He is the he brings back the Jedi Order, the son of Darth Vader. Between Leia and Han Solo, Han Solo gets the boot. I was never a fan of Han Solo. Oh shit! Wow, never a fan of Han Solo. I always said that that was the most popular of all of the Star Wars characters. Yeah, people love Han. Uh, hey, Snowy in Michigan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, thank you, millionaire, Ron. Thanks. Uh, I kind of agree with uh, Hicks there. Uh, Han, we get by the, the Jedi are the central part of the story, and the Skywalker group is central to the story. In the end, Han Solo was the guy who flew him to Alderaan. We get right down to it. Got to go, Han. He really, from a character standpoint, it doesn't yes. matter whether he lives or dies. Correct. In um, the end, he was the guy who flew him to Alderaan in the first movie. You guys are a bunch of nerf herders, is what you are. I don't get that. What? What's that mean? It's what I guess it's like the N word in Star Wars. Oh, universe. I didn't know. That's what Leia calls Han. He gets all pissed off. Should have dumped out of that then. Absolutely. Yeah, you probably should have. <laughs> I like that in the third movie they take him out of that carbonite, and yet he's still like thirty pounds heavier. <laughs> said, well, you do put on a lot of carbonite yeah. weight. It's carbs. <laughs> it's too much carbs. It just seeps in. Uh, Joe. See, he saw them all back to back. So it was just like, <laughs> I imagine a little kid who just suddenly sees them old. Uh, Joe in Florida, go ahead. Hey, guys. Uh, number one, Han Solo. Safe. There is no Star Wars without Han Solo. Number two, Darth Vader is absolutely safe. You got a good, good guy. You got to have a great, bad guy. Between Luke and Leia, Luke got to go. I'd go with I take Leia over Luke. I wish Luke would have got taken out and Leia would have been the Jedi. Well, she wasn't, though. I don't know why anybody would wish that. I wish Luke Skywalker was dead. I wish she would have trained with Yoda. Uh, all right, now I'm going to go to Fez Watley. I think this one is absolutely obvious. Vader and Solo, so safe on this lifeboat. You go to the twins, you're doubling up already. One of them is expendable. How about we get rid of the one who has the, has the same power that runs through her family, but she never uses the Force throughout the whole series? Leia, you're off the lifeboat. She's dead weight. All right, but let's look at this. If Leia doesn't send out that message, we don't even have a story at all. Luke doesn't find out about it. She is definitely important to the story. Han Solo... Not that important to the story. I mean, they could have gotten any fucking smuggler on Tatooine to drag their asses around Alderaan. Anyone in the Rebel Alliance could have sent that message. It didn't have to be her. Yeah, but he was drawn because it was his sister. You know what I mean? Uh Like, that's that's the mythical part of this whole story. Uh, those were, uh, the separated twins plays into myth itself. Um, so from a character point of view, I've got to agree with, uh, Chris. Only if you're talking like, what is essential to the story? Now, from an other character point of view, I would argue this. During the fucking first uh, trilogy, Luke Skywalker is the only character who shows any growth at all. He goes from being this fucking farm boy, he's on an adventure, 
You know, he gets dark, he is angry. His stuff is tested about what he is doing. He is, you know, until we find out later who Vader really is, he's the only character that matters. Well, yeah, he began by the enemies, he's a Jedi Knight. He's right, he's the hero of the story, but even as an actor, he's the only one who <laughs> changes. Han Solo has zero change. Uh, Vader, I guess, makes some kind of change there at the end, the last second, but that was almost uncalled for change. <laughs> yeah, he like slaughter. he destroys the whole planet, yet he gets to appear as a ghost, a friendly ghost. At yeah, the he's end. a happy ghost that we're all, <laughs> all excited about seeing again. Well, you have the dramatic scene where Vader reveals to Luke that he's his father. The same thing happens in the next film with Leia. She finds out Vader's her father. You get no reaction whatsoever. She's really outskirts. Um, here's Kevin in Michigan. You're on the Run of Fez show. Okay, dude. What I'm thinking is, is Darth Vader is the ultimate, you know... He's the ultimate character. He actually makes everything happen. All the other good guys, they're, they're good guys, but Darth Vader, he's the evil dude, right? And yet he isn't. At the end, that's even taken away. So you don't defeat fucking evil. You somehow accept evil and teach it to be good. It's a really weird... <laughs> fucking lesson there uh, but let's look at it from an acting point of view there is no acting it's a guy in a fucking helmet with another dude who doesn't even show up doing the voice talk about from an acting point of view something you could right. have thrown out in a fucking heartbeat I mean that thing was well, actually stupid he was good at fucking acting as if he was choking someone out though with his arm but I mean I don't it, know I, you it, know it, it seems he was clearly evil i mean he was he was the most evil guy except for the dark lord uh, and that's another question i'm gonna too. i'm gonna make the case that is dull as shit uh we're having lifeboat right now which one of the four star wars characters are expendable which one doesn't make the lifeboat uh what, well, did, you, what did you pick hey. shelby Luke Skywalker going in the drink. I, 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 I fucking Luke Skywalker off of Star Wars is about the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> good, it's good, his fucking story. Go drink your blue milk in the fucking ocean. What's that mean? He's in the, in the, at the beginning when he's like with his aunt and uncle. They're drinking like weird blue milk. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. Yeah. He comes from a guy. He's a farm boy, a shitty farm boy, but he doesn't even realize he has greatness inside of him. Nope. <laughs> don't, 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 yes, actually. Don't watch the fucking shows. He's unbelievable what this idiot has become. He's basically the natural. He doesn't know it, but he's phenomenally great at fighting evil. <laughs> he's, he's, he's the, the missing, best ever. He's Darth he's, Vader's son. He's the missing link to the Jedi. They, they'd be gone without him. I'm, I, every time he was on screen, I'm just thinking, I, I, I want some more Han here. Bullshit. That might have been a little boy's gay feelings coming out. Had a nice 70s hair. Well, yeah. He had a kind of a junior mullet going. All right. Who did you kick out? Han Solo. Any smuggler could have fucking taken that job. 
And I never had any affinity for Chewbacca. For, for, no, it's, Chewbacca even... wasn't put in this. Chewbacca was a dog. That simple. A loyal, upright, walking dog. <laughs> who could shoot fucking <laughs> Who, lasers. by the way, and this never comes up, appears not to have a dick. <laughs> <laughs> because I've never seen a mammal whose hair completely... Uh, covers his penis. There wasn't even a fucking hint, like a ball popped out or whatever. <laughs> no, there wasn't any of that. That was another part when uh, I was younger. Like they had, I think it was like Chewbacca. They had him appear at the MTV Movie Awards or something. Right. I just saw oh, yeah. some clip, but I couldn't comprehend like that makeup could be that good. Like I was like, oh, is this is that a real thing? Like why is he with all these normal people? I got all freaked out. And... <laughs> so this was last year. <laughs> yeah, I was running through the street. Because I remember when they gave him that Lifetime Award. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> I never wrote in anyone who said that that Luke Skywalker doesn't belong in Star Wars. You're fucking talking crazy. He's the point of the movie. They really don't know what to do with some characters in that movie. Like they had like Boba Fett, like some great bounty hunter, and the way they kill him was like some slapstick thingy. Well, first of all, I don't even think that Boba Fett just goes to show how weird people got after the fact, because the when it first came out, no one sat around talking about Boba no. Fett. It took years of VHS, and then people were like, you know who I like <laughs> to prove I'm deep, Boba Fett. <laughs> what? Who? <laughs> You know that jerk-off fucking bounty hunter. But, you know, there was a thing with Chewbacca that, if you really think of it, there was like a 70s funk going on there, you know? Like, if there was going to really be a funk band, I think it would have been Chewbacca's. Um, you dried up that hair, his would be easy enough. All right, people are writing in about the blue milk. Rorschach wrote in, it's Bantha milk, Shelby, goddammit. You don't know anything about Star Wars. Shut the fuck up about it. Um, here's, uh, CJ. CJ, go ahead. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. Hey, these guys are saying Han Solo isn't important. They're crazy. He's the one who shot, he saved the day at the end of the movie, the first movie. He was, uh, Luke was about to get shot, uh, by Darth Vader in the, in the, the you know, in their, whatever those battleships are, their starfighters. Yeah, the and, Death Star uh, goes on Han forever and, and destroys everything, Shelby, and you are... See? Fucking Death Star just blowing up planets left and right. <laughs> Unbelievable. Some space genocide going on. The Death Star, of course, the 9-11 of the Empire. Everybody in the Empire knows where they were when the Death Star blew up. You'd think... Darth I'll never forget that day. <laughs> Vader would have some PTSD. Something going on in the second movie. Nothing fucking bothered Vader. He got both his arms and fucking legs cut off. The guy's gonna fucking deal with it, okay? <laughs> what does he care about? It's just a bunch of fucking people. His wife got killed, died in childbirth, whatever the hell happened, I can't remember. Yeah, but no one knew that in the 70s. <laughs> no one knew. Like, you just look, in the 70s, you just looked at Darth Vader as there is pure evil. And that's what was the shocker at the end, where he, you know, does something good, turns on his own guy. Basically, he was a narc. Yeah, really. I probably really fucking depend on him. I guess. Um... Andy in Cleveland is, well, he's a comic book nerd, which I guess makes you a Star Wars nerd. Long before I was a comic book nerd, I was a Star Wars nerd. But I was around for the original trilogy, not the uh, not the not the newbies who enjoyed their Jar Jar. And then, for some closet reason, say that they gave it up, but they seem to know a hell of a lot of of uh, Star Wars trivia. Others, 
Shelby. Right. Um, not exactly sure what that what that means, but um, for the lifeboat, I would have to say Luke is safe. Obviously, he's the hero of our story. Han is safe. You got to have uh, the hero has to have somebody help him through it. And Leia is safe because he's hot. And if you're going for a strictly a New Hope story, Vader's done. Vader's off the lifeboat because Vader really has very little impact on A New Hope. It's all Grand Moff Tarkin. At the end of the day, all Vader is is Grand Moff Tarkin's lapdog in A New Hope. It's actually an interesting point. He's never gotten brought up before, but he isn't real evil. He was the puppet that evil was actually pushing around. I mean, he's just standing there while Grand Moff Tarkin is giving out the orders to blow up planets. He's so basically Joseph Mengele, if you're really going to be honest about it. Yeah, and everything would have happened, the whole battle would have happened had he not been there. Uh, the, probably the death zone still would have been blown up if he hadn't been there. So it's like Indiana Jones, it, you know, what they've said about that. He, he has actually he's there, but he has very little effect uh, on the story. People are actually writing in, spoiler alert, give a spoiler No, I, if you haven't seen a 35-year-old movie, fuck you. This is your goddamn problem. And you know what also strikes me interesting, Ron? Uh, yeah. If Shelby isn't into Star Wars, but isn't that at least like his father or his uncle that's sitting next to Lando Calrissian and Jedi and the Millennium Falcon? Yeah, he does look like him. Looks a hell of a lot like him. Was it Neenum, I believe? Yeah, yeah it's Neenum. He's got a Neenum look about him. Yeah, I know Star yeah. Wars trivia. I also don't read Huck Finn anymore, but I could you know, talk about Tom Sawyer and you his shit. You just yelled out blue milk, and now we've got people mad at you. It's fucking bantha milk. Right, I don't want to point this out, because, Fezzi, you got very quiet. You always acted like you were the Star Wars guy. Andy laid out a lot of fucking nerd points there, and you didn't have anything to say. Well, I think I, I'm sticking. You go back, as always, as a girl hater. I'm sticking with my point. I'm throwing out the person who was British on the Death Star and somehow American on the Millennium Falcon, if you go by her accent. Princess Leia. That's I, I can't tell I can't that's speaking to a film point, Ron. I mean for God's sake, if you look at the Empire, they're all American in the first one and they're all British in the second one. It's because double, they shot the second one in London. If it's you have bad the directing, twins, not bad acting. If you have twins, you're just doubling up on on characters. Not if not if the twin part is the big story. I mean, to me the big disappointment is that they didn't have sex. In the new hope. I don't know why the being the twin thing stopped them. I mean, they're fi- it's, they're fighting the end of the world basically. Might as well get it off. Sick. I think what? he slipped some, slip some tongue in at some point. I think that's just you editorializing. <laughs> Personally, I would have loved to see just that one comic moment of revulsion, like just when they figured it well, out. Okay. Because she really, she really does some serious tonsil mining in Empire Strikes Back. I mean, yeah, like, there's she, no doubt. I think we could all assume that Luke has masturbated thinking about him and and now feels weird. You know what I mean? Hey, uh, embarrassing. <laughs> this is awkward in those small Millennium Falcon hallways. <laughs> um, okay, guys, I'll talk uh, to you later. Peace. All right. Uh, I'm sad to say for this team that Andy shut everybody down. Uh, here's Mark. Mark, you're on the run of Fez show. Yeah, you got to base it on fuckability, man. First of all, you got to do Han Solo because gay or not, man, mad cool points to your fuck Han Solo. I'm with Leia, you. completely unfuckable. All right, let, let, let's be. All right, let, let's just stop something like this. If we're in jail and I'm doing fucking life, I'm not going to go after Han Solo. 
I'm going to be on fucking Luke Skywalker like a new fish the day he comes in. He's he has, very pretty. He has force powers. He'll like, pick you up, throw you against the wall. He didn't uh, know it at the time. You're going to get to him before. I'm not going to do it once he's wearing black and kicking ass. No, this is Tatooine's fucking Luke. Day. Yeah, yeah, Tatooine Luke. I'm fucking jumping on that shit. <laughs> See, not when he came back with scars on his face and ready to whip ass on everybody. Nice robot hand. <laughs> yeah, he suddenly, he got scary fast. <laughs> but, you know, him saying bangability, that's from a girl's point of view would rather have him solo. From a prisoner's point of view, you go for Luke every single time. Well, maybe even Darth Vader. Just unplug him. He's just that lifeless That's body. Disgusting. That's just Seriously. fucking... A real it's like a black flashlight at that point. And this is why you are... <laughs> this is why you don't come. You blame it on your new <laughs> medication, but it's the other problems that you have. Uh, it's yeah. Lifeboat. Uh, right now, uh, who's most likely to be kicked off? It's a very close race with Princess Leia at 36%. And who's second to get kicked off? Mr. Luke Skywalker at 32%. Wow, that's just drunk talk. I get Leia could go. First of all, as an actor, I think they probably went, wow, should we have picked someone taller and that was going to age better. You know what I mean? Like, I think right away that fucking freaked them out. They didn't know it at the time. But you can't tell the story without Luke. I think you could. You and then he went on to start two live crew. And everybody was crazy about that, Ben. That's a wild career. <laughs> they don't even look like twins. They're fraternal twins. It's okay. It's fine. They look close enough. I'm, they look like Darth Vader. For real? But you don't want to talk about it? Do you want to? Okay, I understand. Uh, a punk Leia is here. But just yell out who, who you would vote off out of the original ones. Oh, I agree, uh, Darth Vader, definitely. Uh, Darth Vader? General Tarkin's the bad guy in the first one. All right. Luke is annoying and stupid, but I mean, you kind of need to. I definitely, when this thing started, I was 100% with Fezzi. But the Vader thing has turned me around that his, that from a character point of view, he isn't that. I think it's disappointing that when you destroy evil, you find out, but evil was kind of good. It's like if you found out Hitler did something in the bunker to save us all, it would. <laughs> No one would ever bring up, oh, you know, this politician is just like Hitler. Where you're like, what, occasionally doing good things? Say this yes. in the end? <laughs> yes. Is that what you're talking about? Eventually turn it all around? I think it was very pussy of, of Lucas to, to make it okay that Darth wasn't as evil. Because that was supposed to be the most evil character ever. The whole, th I mean, then it should have just been the Emperor from the beginning on that ship, you know, fucking saying, all right, blow that shit up with the Death Star. Do you think the studio got to him? May him do some rewrites? I don't know. Unlike you, I don't want to sit there and act like George Lucas destroyed my childhood. My childhood went just fucking fine. Thanks to a little something called Quaaludes. <laughs> And nothing to do with movies. Um, I know I was disappointed with Vader when you jump ahead to the next trilogy, where we find out it wasn't Vader hunting down Jedi across the galaxy. He just went and killed a preschool. 
You've made that point before that you were really upset by that. We did kill a bunch of kids. It's pretty bad. I mean, it's uh, evil, but it's not tough. Bunny Kickbutt says, imagine that. Fez sends the only woman off the boat. Um... Vic Roy says, uh, Han object, objects to scruffy looking, not nerf herder. Uh, Millie says, George Lucas should be on this list. Splash. But people are rough on poor George. Well, he's done with it now. He fucking sold that problem. To- Vic Roy just writes, OMG, Hicks is fucking gay. <laughs> I'm very straight. I just don't want Han in the game thing. They could have gotten any other bounty hunter. Here, Here's Leia. Calling uh, Han that name. Get get the kids out of the room. If okay. they're this is the N-word. Here is a scene where I had a chance Halfway. for emotion and humor and characterization. Okay. The actors... I don't know why they put a voiceover. <laughs> why did we trust you? Um, Shane, Indiana, you're on the Running Fez show. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back, Fez. Yeah. We can eliminate... <laughs> Mark Hamill, because we have, let's have Darth Vader and Leia, because Darth can train Leia to become a Jedi. Probably more powerful than him. And even in the second one, oh, he gets his hand cut off, and then who has to save him? Leia. That's why the twins, they're important as twins. They're a team. It's important to the mythology of the story of twins. And Vader couldn't have trained them. The Emperor would have killed Vader if Vader tried to train anyone being a fucking uh, dark Jedi. Being a what? Dark Jedi. Oh, because that means that the other guy has to go? Yeah. Yeah, that's the weirdest rule I've ever heard. It can only be two ever. What? (laughs) In the whole fucking universe. My Obi-Wan Kenobi, or as he's also known, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was weird. Oh, there's Kenobis around here, but not Obi-Wan. <laughs> That's the weird thing. So, no, you're on the wrong planet. <laughs> there's a crazy old hermit out there. I better hide for a while. I'll change my name to Ben. <laughs> that mouse from the Michael Jackson song. It's like, uh, what's this in uh, Karate Kid? Noriyuki. Uh, no, call me Pat. Because <laughs> <laughs> That's doing? his real name. That's the only thing he remember. If not during a movie, he just stands around. <laughs> Who, me? Yeah, he's using your character's name. I'm sorry. Did you read the script? Uh, Neil, in South Florida. Buddies, long time no speak. Hey, uh, I wanted to throw this out. Luke cannot be thrown overboard. That's Lucas. He is the Jew Jedi. He cannot be thrown overboard. You just called him the Jew Deadeye. He and is the Jew Deadeye. Lucas, yeah. <laughs> think about it. Okay, guys? Ron, you're with me on this, okay? I'm with you, you now. You can't throw. You know you are. All right, thanks. He can't be thrown over. He's the Jew Deadeye. Think about it. What I want to know is, where's his Hanukkah saber? Like, he should have, like, one of those, you know, uh, I'm not sure what they call them. They set them up for Christmas everywhere in front of the Christmas trees. I don't know. Uh, nine sabers. Uh, where's that? You should have got off on Jew Deadeye. All right, let's uh, go back and look at it. Stephanie Leia. Now it's widened. Thirty-nine percent, Princess Leia. Don't you remember her in that slave costume? You don't have any Is that nostalgia your first about that. Feeling as a little kid. It's the first yeah. time you fucking just dust. No, I couldn't. That's disgusting, <laughs> dude. Seriously. I'm just saying. I know, but too bluntly. We got punk Leia here tell. She wanted to. She wanted to stay. Not enough to get out and fight for Leia, but she did want Leia to live. 
quit bringing up my dusty J's. <laughs> All it is is dust in your bed. What kind of meds are you on that you can't have an orgasm? Petro uh, pills. <laughs> it's Zima. You, Fez. It's good. Now I got gays backing me up on this, so that's good. By the way, uh, Fez got a new haircut, and Shelby says, "Who's the prison guard?" And it's a fucking hysterical look. I have trouble with my dead arm shampooing my hair, so I went short. Smart move. Oh my God. I like when you talk about your dead arm. <laughs> If the arm doesn't work when this whole thing is over, you're going to have it cut off or just drag it around with you? I'll probably just drag it behind me for a while. He'll be like, like that, that Indian guy who's held his hand, his arm, like, over his head for, like, 50 straight years. And it's just this, this like, it's disgusting, like, stick thin. I've never even heard of this what? before. He's kind of turning to Kaiser Soze. I think I'm going to get that Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff arm. I remember that. I met him, too, and he just had a very tiny, withered arm. You didn't know that? No. Do you remember Mr. Wonderful, the wrestler? Yeah. Withered arm. Uh. Look at that guy's like a fucking sixth statue of liberty. I never heard of this dude before. Weirdo. Great hair, though. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't mean Shark Tank's Mr. Wonderful. He ripped that off from Paul Orndorff. Um, John, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey guys, Fez, nice to have you back. Um, Ron, it doesn't matter if you throw off Darth Vader or Luke Skywalker, they can both float. Remember the Force? Well, that's not the point of this. They'd be out of the movie, is what we're saying. Um, John and Maine, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, welcome back, Ron. Um, I heard this, I think, from Sam Roberts on his little show there the other day, that he was considering Breaking Bad to be the best TV series, one of the best TV series of all time. But wouldn't that actually be cable TV? Are you saying that cable TV is not TV? It's HBO? Yeah, I mean, you know, because then you got, you know, because if uh, Breaking Bad had the same restrictions that, like, you know, a regular TV show had, do you think it would have been as popular? I put Breaking Bad as probably the second best TV show of all time. Behind what? Facts of Life. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> all time. Nothing, all time. Nothing better? Yeah. All time. Facts of Life. Oh, there's meth, but no tootie. Well, well, what about MASH? What do you think about MASH? Um... Mash was a fine show. I mean, I I I see what you're like. I here's the thing: we're not done with TV. Fargo right now might be the best show, and I'm only three episodes in. And the point's been brought up. I think I've heard recently that in Breaking Bad, it shows like Walking Dead, the most disgusting deaths. But like in the last scene of Walking Dead, he says they screwed with the wrong guys. They still don't. They're still hesitant about that f bomb, but they can just show people getting their heads cut off left and right. Are they not allowed to say uh, "fucked" from Walking Dead? I think they are, but they don't want to. No, no, no nipples, no nothing, but have someone rip their guts out. That's, that's totally cool. See, if I did a show, I'd go like this. Let's take a look at your nipples. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> at both of them. Not just one nipple. Show me both nipples. Right here on TV. Bounce, sh shake it a little bit, too. Yeah. 
They're breaking the fourth. Wall. I think if you did an HBO show like that, your your ratings would be spectacular because you could sit there and say, "We're going to have Betty White come out tonight, and we're going to take a look at her anus <laughs> right here on TV." Who wouldn't turn it on? I'd be fucking watching DVR and. You don't have to ask here. her any questions. Just take a good long look at her ass. That's an old one, isn't it? Yeah, that is old. You mind if I poke it with a <laughs> stick? Just to see? It looks well used. That would really shut the HBO go down. I don't care if the critics are against me. I know I'll have the hammerheads out there. <laughs> Honey, make sure we're watching the show tonight. Uh, are you guys still are you up with the Fargo? Fez, have you seen it yet? I saw the first two episodes. Why wouldn't you watch the third one? I don't know. I think I might have been uh, in a uh, painkiller mode and slept through it in the hospital. That old man radio. Uh, I think the show's just getting better and better. I like it that, you know, it's really dark. It still keeps that comedic element to it. But I, I felt bad for that dog, though. <laughs> Well, let me just let you know this, so you won't feel bad. The dog was acting dead. Oh, they God. don't kill a, a dog <laughs> on fucking TV. Although, if I get my uh, talk show, we're going to take a look, good long look at that dog's anus. <laughs> Close up. Back right after these messages. <laughs> First like... time in TV history. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like Betty White's. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> What the hell's well, going on thing. here? I'm going to show you three assholes <laughs> trying to tell me who it belongs to. That would be the game show. Whose asshole is this? If you just put it up there. Hmm. Can I buy a valve, please? That will be like a weird animal segment at the night show. We have these like cranes and kangaroos back here. You just keep you, looking at that Rottweiler's anus. You're being redundant now. I mean, that point has already been made, Shelby. You just wanted the chance to say anus yourself. Yeah. Ron had the TV By show. By the way, do you understand how nice weather's getting? Yeah. Take off the fucking North Face. <laughs> the North Face winner's got to end. You've been wearing... This is why I'm telling you you're too much like Fez. He wears the same shirt every day. You've been wearing that North Face, and that's no longer a color, what it, what it started out. Black. Huh? Black. It started as black, now it's faded into something scary. It looked like it survived the fucking apocalypse. It looks like an Alki's goddamn kidney. <laughs> um, but seriously, just give me give me some spring face, just something to let me know that the that the year is changing. Um, we got a piece up on the best TV vacations of all time on the Interbang today, and Fez, that's always been like a soft spot for you, right? Oh, definitely. Should we break first before we do that? Yes, we should. Let me take a break first. We'll come back and talk about television vacations when a TV show takes that special vacation. Ron and Fez show. gets angry Shelby gets snide Fez had to leave due to some medical issues more stints in the heart and a slip disc or something Suddenly Fez is back from the hospital 
That was uh, Michelle with the Sirius XM Orchestra. That was beautiful. Fez, that was supposed to be the song that welcomed you back today. Well, that was a lovely welcome back. I would have loved to have come into the room on that. Fez, um, the production's been a little crazier. I understand. Chris Stanley. Go, go. I'm not going to say what it is. But a lot of gulping alcohol. Time to time. Um, Peter in Jersey. Go ahead, Peter. Hey, what's up? Just if you want to know who's going to be a better Jedi, Luke or Leia, just find out who has more medichlorians. You're done. It's over. Blood test. Boy, that then got embarrassing, right? The medichlorians. There was there was no reason to add that. Just sorry, it's a mystical force that gave you fucking powers. Yeah. But then it could also make virgins have kids or something. Though enough of them made uh, gave virgin birth to um, Anakin Skywalker, aka Darth Vader. I guess Mudichlorians could, I don't know, come. Fez's favorite part always was the Trade Commission going back and forth. <laughs> Those debates. Um, Dan Murphy wrote up a piece for us. If you'd like to start and write for the show, uh, just send in to the editor at the Interbank. But this is like sitcoms on vacation without even checking what is the greatest of all time. Because I'm going to give you mine, and that's the Brady Bunch in Hawaii. It had everything, uh, including some kind of voodoo-type religion that went down. That I remember my mom had me watch that fucking in, in a rerun. Um, I liked when... Just because you guys didn't go on vacations yourself? <laughs> nope. Didn't go to vacations. We went to the track. That's, yeah. That was always fun for the for the uh, afternoon. I always liked uh, when uh, the Sopranos went to Italy. That was pretty fantastic. The Sopranos in Italy? Yeah. Uh, Shelby, what about for you? I uh, like the office. Going to Niagara Falls was like a genuine... Nice moment. Did you cry at that? When they got married in front of the big uh, waterfall? I might have shed some tears. Oh, come on. See, it's always weird for me to see... Well, first of all, I've never gone on a vacation with as many people as TV shows do. You know what I mean? It's like 20 of us are going on vacation. How does that get organized? Yeah. But it's always funny to me, like, when a sitcom goes from that weird universe into now they're on film and they're out <laughs> and they're running around. They're not sets that's their fucking on location. Yeah, because, like, in uh, I went to the Brady's. You would never see them, like, back in California skiing or on a boat or even driving around in the car, you know? They did everything basically in their house on that set. But when you go on vacation with your TV show, you try to get in as many shots as you possibly can. Now Modern Family, I think they're going like Australia, Vegas, Hawaii every season. <laughs> How are you affording this I shit? think there's a lot of things that they do. Instead of giving everyone a raise, they let them know you and your family are invited along. As we shoot. Huh? Yeah. It's going to be great. Uh, everyone did, uh, Loves Raymond did an Italy trip that had no... Really? Yeah, made nothing except for, hey, this show's done a lot better than we thought it was going to do. <laughs> Let's send them to Italy. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Jason in Detroit. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Welcome back, Fez. Thank uh, you, pal. One of my favorite all-time vacation ones was Sanford and Son when they went to Hawaii because there was a jewelry heist involved, and they had a Hawaii 5.0 guys on there. They, they kind of brought it all together. You had a crossover and a vacation. I didn't remember this at all. What? 
But that's unbelievable if you were going to link two shows together, Hawaii Five-0 <laughs> and Sanford and Son. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I like that one because he stumped us a little bit. Now, the facts of life, when they went to Australia... Best the, show of all time. Tell me. There was a jewel heist in that one as well. You well, go this, international with your sitcom, you're getting caught up in jewel thievery. Well, they don't know what to do to make things exciting other than a jewel heist. All right, we're looking a little bit of... there. There's Fred Sanford in Hawaii uh, with Lamont. Now, did Rolo get to take that trip? <laughs> I don't think so, but I believe Grady did. Like Lamont still rocking sneakers by the pool. Uh, Phil. What's up, Shell up, Pepper, man. The best to Sopranos trip was when Tony went to Las Vegas and did peyote with that chick, and he was in the desert, and he, at the very I end, he yelled, that he did oh, that peyote sad. episode. Remember that? Shit. He was tripping balls. And I hated that a little bit because he threw up at first. I'm like, some people throw up on peyote, but... You gotta hold that shit down. Yeah, I don't think Tony would. Um, here's uh, Derek in Virginia. You're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Ronnie, uh, do you remember the uh, Full House where they went to Hawaii and Uncle Jesse played with the uh, Beach Boys? And, you know, Uncle Jesse's still on the road with the Beach Boys to this day. <laughs> that would be so exciting for the kids. That your uncle is now playing drums with the Beach Boys. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Lewis in Manhattan. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, yeah, that caller got it wrong about the uh, Sanford and Son in Hawaii. That was the Jeffersons. It was George's cousin. It was the black guy from um, Mission Impossible played his cousin, and they had to pull a, uh, a con on some guys that had conned George earlier. So that's what that was. First of all, I just saw it on TV. You're a racist if you think only one black family can go to Hawaii. All black families can go to Hawaii. Fucking shit. People are God, I hate racism. Speaking of which, you see that racist uh, stuff, uh, Saturday Night Live. They're constantly being uh, attacked by black groups, but only for the black performers. Yeah, Who was it this time? This time it's uh, one of those new uh, female African-American writers, Leslie Jones. And now they believe Now her. black people are mad at her. Yeah, because see, she's doing a, what they do on Saturday Night Live called jokes. Right. You know, she's talking about she'd make a really expensive slave, and then they'd saying, "Oh, they were, I'd my like babies would be the best if I was a slave." Which they say, "Oh, you're making fun of rape then, because that was all back then." But she just came on board in January after there's you know not enough diversity on the side. Now you're a fucking racist because it was a different black girl. No, they brought her in at the same oh, time. Oh God. <laughs> Oh, God. Now her and Michael Che are calling all these black people uh, the Shea Butter Mafia. Oh, I like that. They're going after him. Michael's got to come back in and do the show. Ian, you're on the Run of Fed show. Ronnie, B, thousand bucks, and you're surrounded by racists. I want to go with, you with the Brady Bunch, but the uh, Grand Canyon episode where Peter and Cindy got lost, and um, the rest of them got locked in the I jail. I forgot about that they got locked in the old teeth. jailhouse. Because they went to a cheese. ghost town. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. And they had a, a little thermos full of hot dogs. I don't know if you remember that, too. Yeah, they, didn't they fill a gun up with it or something? Uh, all right. Um, Later. They made a lasso oh, out a of flashlight. Their... It was in a flashlight. Um, 
Then somebody else, I think the Partridge family also went to a ghost town. I never even ran across a ghost town unless you count Cleveland. And no offense <laughs> if you don't. Um, here's uh, Joseph in Little Rock. Hey. Yeah. Hey, I just wanted to tell you about uh, there was a great uh, three-parter uh, from Perfect Strangers where they went to L.A. and got involved in a murder mystery. Perfect Strangers was a gigantic show at one time. I don't remember them ever going on vacation, though. Gaycation. Yeah, yeah, they were gay, right, on the mm -hmm. show? Which one and was related. the gay with us? Um, I believe Balky was, uh, was the gay one. Mm. Cousin Balky. So if they were gay, they were also related, too. They were? Yeah, they were cousins. Uh, so what was your all-time big one, Fess? Um, you know what? Mine's a little bit more recent. Friends in London, when Chandler and Monica first hooked up. And it was such a shock when it turned out that it was Monica under the covers. Mm. Um, let's go, Dave. Dave, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah, buddy. Everyone's going to Hawaii. But what about when McGarrett left Hawaii to go to China to try to look for wolf at? <laughs> that was pretty classic. Just because um, you know he just went to Chinatown. <laughs> We're in China now. Uh, the vacation episodes are always you can't miss. I remember really loving the, um, there was a Married with Children episode. When I was a little kid, there was a lot of Married with Children in my household. They went to, like, Europe for a couple of days, or for a couple of episodes, and it just blew my mind seeing them not in their fucking shitty house or in his garage. It would be interesting to know what was the first all-time vacation episode. Like, who did it first? Because um, I know the Beverly Hillbillies went to London. And that had to be up there. Buffy and Joni, uh, when they got lost in Spain back in the 60s. That was frightening. That was terrifying for a little kid to watch. Uh, so some of those things have been out there for a long time. Lucy and Desi and the Mertzes went to California. To live, though, right? Well, they went because Ricky, Ricky Ricardo was shooting a movie. So they spent most of that season there. And did they show the outside? Were they driving around? Uh, no, I think the only thing they showed was the car on the Brooklyn Bridge leaving. See, I think because they always did the show in L.A., uh -huh. I think that you really have to show that the people are there. You just can't say, we're here now. Well, like in, on Seinfeld, when they, when they went out to L.A. to fucking find Kramer, you saw them on the streets of L.A. It was crazy. And see, that was a working vacation. You know, it was <laughs> yeah. a vacation for George, but Jerry had stuff to do. Um... Let's go over here to uh, Dan. Dan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Dan. Hey, Ron. I just wanted to uh, say the uh, episode of uh, Breaking Bad when Skylar took a vacation to Ted Beneke's dick. <laughs> oh, you know what the, the biggest excitement level is right now? Is on the internet is Girl Meets World. They're losing it. They're going out of their minds. It's all people my age who grew up with the show, uh -huh. and now they're just excited that this is coming back, thinking, oh, it's going to be so great, like the original one, even though it's just going to be like one of these shitty 
between but, shows, like a Hannah Montana, basically. Yeah, but we get a lot of stars in here, and this place erupted one day when Topanga was here. I mean, like, we get giant, fuck, you know, stars, but people went nuts when the Muppets were here one day, and then another day, Topanga. There was a mob scene, by the way, the, where they take pictures or whatever. People yeah. just waiting online. I gotta get a picture with Topanga. Hey, dude, your Topanga's here. Yeah, but it's all this, like, dumb nostalgia for the 90s, which just happened. Like, all, all these people that I'm friends with, they... Like, they, a couple years ago, the Nick at Night, they said, hey, just for, like, a, during the summer or something, we'll put on some of these, like, old 90s cartoons. And people, they got, like ridiculous amounts of viewers from kids and like basically just obsessed with BuzzFeed too just watching this shit like well 20 years is supposed to be what people are most nostalgic about yeah but it just happened basically 20 years ago 94 was fucking 20 years ago you were 3 years years old or whatever probably younger it's time for you to start being nostalgic about your developing years yeah but people I know they're nostalgic about things when they were like 10 years old and but you, yes you assholes still play with legos you yeah, haven't I, grown up at all yet it's, but legos are more popular than they've ever been i can't defend that okay good I, why they, <laughs> I finally get a win in here today <laughs> but like when you're young you want to watch like the slasher films but then it's like oh your parents will let you know you have to watch your cartoons and now they're like at an age they can do anything they want and now all they want to do is just watch their old cartoons People, Ridiculous. yeah, that's what nostalgia is, is trying to, like, tie into your childhood before you found everything out. Before you know you'd end up renting a fucking room in Astoria, find out that you have some kind of gland cancer, taking pills, and then can't have orgasms. I mean, everything in your life. I mean, do you have a girlfriend? I do not. Don't you miss your childhood home? Your parents splitting up? Find out when you found out that your mom was having an affair? Don't you miss that day? Yeah. Was it your mom that was cheating? Or Nobody was cheating. Please, somebody's cheating. They were fucking around. I think for it was it, just because of me. For it to go that bad? <laughs> it's probably you were such a bad kid. <laughs> we can't live if together. I said it was because it was you, it because of me, and she just like left the room. She didn't give me a straight answer either way. You're the only kid of divorce that got the it is your fault talk. <laughs> no, honey, you don't understand. It's you. <laughs> you ruined all this. We were happy before you. I mean, obviously, we had plans. Before you came along as a surprise. No, it wasn't your fault, but, I mean, you certainly didn't help things. (laughs) You slowed me down. I mean, we were having a good time, and then you arrived. Let me ask, though, to find out. Yes. I want you to think back to your childhood. I'm not saying who cheated, but just think, did the mailman have giant lips? (laughs) Because that might be your real dad. Carlton? <laughs> Carlton was a doorman, not the mailman. Um, here's Mark in Jersey. Hey, fellas. Uh, I just wanted to mention, um, see what a bell, those lucky guys. Uh, there was eight openings that popped up in the Malibu resorts, and, uh, you know, they all were, you know, um, <laughs> just hanging out the vacation, I guess. I thought and, that was uh, an entire season, though, they were hanging out and working on that. Um, it was a couple, yeah. That was a two-parter. Whole, I think it was half of it. And uh, Leah Romini, she stole her hearts there from uh, King of Queens. Yeah. She rocked that season. You call her Leah Romini? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, something. Hey, so, uh, I just wanted to mention... For a girl that um, has lived in California 
for fucking 40 years. She never lost that Brooklyn accent. I like that. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ew. First of all, you don't even find people in New York who talk like that anymore. Staten Island is the last place. You find anyone with like an actual fucking accent. I mean, most, of, most of Brooklyn is, is gentrified. That's fucking racist to say. I'm saying it's gentrified, most of Brooklyn. Why do you call white people gentr- gentrifies? Moving in the neighborhood? How about a story? Is it gentrified yet? Oh, God, yeah. I love it. Do you? Nice white faces on my way to work. Uh, Greek, I, though. Yeah, I saw the F train fucking crash the other day. There's a thousand people on it. Is that your train? <laughs> my mom, no, my mom did text me. I know you're in Queens. Is it? And then <laughs> oh, I texted honey. like, no, I just got out of the hospital. I had like a laceration. And then she <laughs> didn't text me back for like five minutes. I'm kidding. Then, Why would that be a funny text, joke? Again, I'm, I am kidding. <laughs> you didn't even call her. You texted her. And then I called her and then she says, yeah, I know you're just woofing my tweeter. As she said. Is that what she said to you? Yeah, that's a uh, kidding, I guess. I've never heard that outside of her lexicon, but... Uh... All right, I'm looking it up online. That's stimulating the clitoris. <laughs> oh, my God. Were that's you... what your mom said to you. <laughs> that you wolfed her tweeter. Mom. So his, his mother was cheating with him, which is what broke up the marriage. That's disgusting. That's the sound of it. Some Shakespeare shit. You know what? Your mom had desires, and she had to go out and fulfill them. <sighs> I wish I could have oh, seen it then. Man. Being a mother wasn't what she was cutting out for. She wanted a real job working at an Arby's. <laughs> partying. Partying every night. I went to Arby's the other day. They said they're out of roast beef. I go, how? Oh, Why? Why? Um, here's uh, Benji. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, back to the uh, the vacation talk. It wasn't an extended vacation. It was more like a long weekend. But if you remember the classic Seinfeld episode where the entire, uh, the entire gang heads out to Montauk, that was the episode with George with the shrinkage. When, yeah, but uh, were they the really in Montauk? No, no, so that doesn't count. No, no, of course. That, that's like when, when, uh, I don't put that as a, like the friends went to the fucking Bermuda or something, but you can say they're still in the same set. It was bullshit sets. No, it was uh, earlier this season... Parks and Recreation. It went to like London, France. Good one. This whole season has been a. Wait, I want to just find out. Did yeah. you think London's in France? So they put. They had like that bike lock thing. You know, they have that weird fence no. over there. But you said London, France instead of London and Paris. Just made it sound like you thought London was in France. I don't know how to put apostrophes in real talk. Well, it should keep it consistent. Just name <laughs> just all the say, cities. Just say comma. <laughs> Fez, what do you keep looking for over there? You got very weird, and you know it started off and felt like even though you were in here, you were part of this, uh-huh. and you've fallen into a deep, weird place. I'm doing my uh, pain pacing. What? Oh, you're just, in pain? Yeah, just going back and forth, trying to shake it off. You hurt right now? Yeah, this shoulder and down my arm is killing me. Hmm. Want some pills? I I brought the pills. Let's see them. Shake them. Bring them in. Okay. Oh man. We're going to get him some real relief. It's all coming together. I mean, first day in. Yeah, first day in is always the biggest trouble. He's got to get into a pain routine. What do you got there? 
Look at Grandma's pill case. <laughs> Holy shit. That was a gift from Chris Stanley when he went to Budapest. <laughs> I heard Budapest. I like it. Thanks for keeping it, Fed. What do you got here? Uh, the big white one is metformin for diabetes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the red one is the nerve pain, that capsule. Now, would you, did you want to take this red pill or the blue pill? One. <laughs> well, what's your pain pill? Um, the red capsule and then the little tiny orange one. What kind of fucking pill is this? That's a muscle relaxer. Oh. You can crush that up. <laughs> so when you want to do it, crush it up and snort it? No, I'd rather not <laughs> crush it because I need to take it. And the capsule. You to take it through snorting. And the capsule will be hard to crush, but we can get that down to dust. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> you ever snorted a pill before? No, never. It's First it's time for everything. Yeah, it's going to... Help you a little more. There you Somehow go. hit the ground though. That's yeah, nice. I'm gonna go down and try to get it. Yeah. Well, no, no, you stay up here. I need it. Snort it. That's snorting things off the ground. I mean, come on. Hey, you need a card? It's down there somewhere. <laughs> here you go. Hey, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> wow, that is a professional Dang. job there. Ain't that uh, rail? It's not all that difficult. I mean, you need a rail or what? There you go. I mean, that's for Fez. It's not Fez. That's a nice rail for you there. That's right. It's just, you just want to get <laughs> down. No! You just want to get down like this. Get away from yeah. that. No, don't! Put that fucking bill down! A lot of people in my meetings say I could do one and I'd be fine. <laughs> don't listen to that. <laughs> one just going to lead to more. I don't think so. <laughs> I think I'd be a one and done. So this is going to help you relax faster it's going to get my system quicker? Yes. It's going straight to your brain instead of going down to your stomach. Where it's fucking wasting time. Well, I really need it in my neck. Well, yeah, what's but, no, you don't get it in your neck. It, look, this is what you got to understand about pain. It never fixes your neck. It's just stopping your brain from knowing that you're in pain. You're in the same amount of pain. Okay? My head just doesn't know it. Yes, your brain is cut off from that. Yeah, that's what meth is. It's like trick it just tricks your brain into releasing like the thing that makes you feel good. So you don't know. Your shoulder could be on fire, your fucking brain doesn't give two shits. There you go. We're just gonna dice this up <laughs> nice. Yeah. So you're gonna get all those rocks there. It's pretty powdery. You're welcome. <laughs> And the other thing, too, Fez, is, and you're going to be in a lot of pain for that. Some of this, too, I just put a little sweet tart in there. It's just my oh. own thing. It's like your own recipe. Just fucking hoove that up like you don't have a fucking care in the world. <laughs> hoove it up. Come on. Face down to the plate. All right. Face down to the plate. Hit it. Take it up. It's going to let it hit the back of that fucking throat. <laughs> let me know the second it does, too. Tell me how you feel. All right. Tell me how Bear you feel. with the neck. Oh, just fucking get in there. Get That's... in there. Get in there. Oh, wait, wait. Nose of seal that oh. seal that one. All right. So you're not breathing on both. I'm trying to think what's my good nostril. Come on, Hoover. Let's focus, go. focus. Hit it hard. 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 Oh. My pussy. Come on. You gotta really <laughs> fucking hit that. That thing should have disappeared in one fucking second. Sharp inhale. I'm getting so Just ed- one sharp inhale. I'm getting so fucking edgy right stop. now. So maybe we should stop. <laughs> Seriously though, this feels good though, right? Feels no. like we're fucking back. No, no, right? no, not at all. It's the 90s again. Yeah, well, uh, it's the 70s, 80s, and 90s again. Just that bad 25 years I had. <laughs> that bad 25 years. Hit it hard. Hit all it right, hard. Ready? Come on. Yeah, here we go. Would you seal the other fucking nostril? All right. Dude, hit it. Hit it. 
Snort. There we oh, go. Oh, shit. There we go. Oh. Back up. Back up. There you go. Head back? Yeah. That yeah. hurts my neck to yeah. head, head back. Yeah, head back. <laughs> you know, what you left behind. Here, take some of this water and put, you know, just fucking... For the take, back of the throat? Yeah, just take... No, don't drink it. Let's fucking snort that right up. <laughs> Catch it all. Yeah, there we go. Clear all right, off. I feel like I'm... Uh, yeah. Like I'm being waterboarded. Yeah. I hit the rest of this. And then I'm going to make a call. <laughs> To who? Spanish Johnny is going to take the pain away. Well, now my nostrils all wet. Yeah, enjoy. Hit it, hit it. Come on, do it. Hit that fucking shit. Hit it. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Next one we're doing off my dick because that's how we fucking play <laughs> these games. That's how it goes down. I feel like this I'm ready to. This that's going to be for free. Why are you leaving fucking shit behind? You're going to regret that later. I feel better already. Of course you do. We're going to do this for the next three days. <laughs> next fucking three days. We're locked in. <laughs> Fuck, Fez, snort There's your rest. Don't fucking leave anything around. I got a problem. There's like a half a rail there, Fez. Yeah. <laughs> well, now everything's gone. Come yeah. unraveled. Yeah, tight your build. Tight your fucking build. Tighten up. That's it. No one's fucking ever going to bother us again. We know exactly what we're doing. I feel like I have to sneeze. Yeah, sure you do. We're safe now. We're safe now. No, oh we're home. God. Playing jacks with a retard with you, isn't it? <laughs> it's my first time I've done this. Yeah, well. Well, this is going to take your pills all the time from now on. First time I did it was 48 straight fucking hours. Put your fingers on that back and lick it. Oh, okay. Gum it. Like that? Yeah, yeah put it right on the gums. Numb them Go down. like that. Yeah, yeah. numb them down. Yeah. Take the rest of it up. Don't That's leave good. anything for fucking chance here. It tastes good too, right? Don't leave anything for chance. Wow, it's really drying out my teeth. That's right. You ever hear a fucking album called Exile on Main Street? No. Yeah, we're going to enjoy it tonight. Tonight's going to go well. There goes Grandma. But that changed the tone for everything now, right? I got to get a old flathead. No, you don't. Hmm? Um, here's uh, Daniel. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Uh, this is about the 90s nostalgia thing. Um, I was born in 94. Now they're talking about doing a Space Jam 2. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was, that was like the first movie I ever went to go see in the theaters. You know, love that movie, Michael Jordan and all that. But they're talking about having Kobe Bryant take, uh, take Michael it's Jordan. It's going to be LeBron, not Kobe, I think. Yeah, LeBron was the name uh, that they were pushing around. Oh, LeBron? Yeah. Yeah, I just, I have a feeling that's going to be absolutely terrible. Well, again, you didn't realize this because you were a baby. The first one was terrible. But these are for what? children, yeah, not for adults. Michael Jordan wasn't winning any BAFTAs. Why BAFTA? Out of all the awards, you go to the British Academy Awards. Could have gone SAG. I mean, at least it's <laughs> you know American. What? It's funny. After, you, after Shelby makes a joke, he just sits there in his <laughs> little excitement like, I can't believe I did it. I can't believe I did it. Crazy, and they couldn't put Kobe in that fucking Space Jam movie. He, he has a rape fucking 
least accusation against yeah, him. Yeah, an accusation. It's not like he's Brian Singer fucking banging 14-year-old <laughs> boys one after another. Shipping them in. Hey, Fez, does that bother you, the Brian Singer stuff? It worries me because I am attracted to a younger person than me. Oh, you know, that's uh, my type. But That's the downstalking, dude. You just fucking snorted <laughs> fucking downs. Yeah. You don't want to admit shit like that on the radio. But no, I'm not an underage person. How old? And they and apparently he met this guy, this kid on Grinder, right? So you know, so when Chris is trying to get me on any of these things, there's what could happen. What you get laid? No, you end up with an underage person. You act like Brian Singer made a fucking mistake. He flew the kid in. And show apparently showed him like a bunch of shit, like check out all this cool Superman shit I got. Want a party? And then apparently in the middle of a party, pulled down his pants and forced the kid to sit on his lap. Well, yeah, he fucking paid for a goddamn flight from London. Singer isn't helping the cause any. What's the cause? Of the yeah, a gay agenda. What gay agenda? He wanted to get blown and fuck a young dude. That's just carnal fucking agenda. What are you talking agenda. about? Because if you go back, like with Harvey Milk saying, everyone make sure if you're gay, come out so that they see that your your neighbor, your t- your teacher, your coach, just see that you're not a threat. Brian Singer does something like this, and he makes every gay person look like a threat again. Because they, every gay person is what a threat. No, every gay person but you. You, are, <laughs> I am not a threat. Are safe around you. You could bring naked boys into this place, then they'd be safe. <laughs> Nothing wrong here. All you're good. not going to do a thing to them because you're asexual and not gay. You don't want it. Brian Singer is gay. How old was the kid that he did this with? All right, this, this new kid is said he was 16 when it happened, and they started talking to him when he was 14. Good. He long courtship. Yeah. Slow play that shit. <laughs> long con. You want to do another pill? No, I'm good. <laughs> It hit you already, though, didn't it? Yeah, the pain's that pain's actually going away. Doctor B, thank you. My neck's killing me too. I'm just saying. You know what? I'm. I only I'm, brought enough for one day at a time. Start bringing in more. That's how I'm living my life too. One day at a time. <laughs> one day at a time until your fucking friend has pills. Fez, shouldn't even bring any of these things around. I'm supposed to go to a ten o'clock tonight. A friend of ours is talking. I'm not even going to tell you who, because oh. I fucking keep the anonymity. I guess. Yeah. You can write it down. Yeah. <laughs> you did guess. <laughs> what are these pictures of? Uh, one of the uh, one of Singer's friends that he uh, apparently they both sexually assaulted some underage boys. What are they doing with the group? All the uh, those two guys. Is the the guy in the center, Broadway producer Gary Goddard? Yeah, he was like his partner in crime. Like he he would find kids for a singer. Allegedly, this is all allegedly. This is all what they're saying. Is this a third case, or one of the first two? This is a new case. The other dude, that guy's, you know, apparently raped over and over again. Raped. The teen. But this happened in like ten years in between, right? Yeah. The teen is John Doe number. 117. <laughs> Why did it? That's a lot. Couldn't start it too. He turned down a Quaalude singer offered him before the filmmaker and Goddard ganged up on him. <laughs> he never did the lute? No. And what year was it? When they had fucking Quaaludes? 
This was in 2006 at the London premiere of Superman Returns. Uh, I just want to fucking get this out. These are bootleg fucking quaaludes. It's probably just the Percocet. You He's need awesome. one just to watch that movie. Ouch. Talk about being anti-gay. And that's that's the fucking dude right there. He's the king of gay Hollywood. Mm. These gay Hollywood rape parties. Didn't he want an Oscar <laughs> for something? No. Brian Singer, yeah. So think for the Kaiser Sose get together. Wasn't he a writer of that? Oh shit. What are you acting like? There's things that you don't know. Yeah. People are writing in. Can we play the uh, Fez uh, song again? Yeah, we got it. Andrew is a big fan of this stuff. Nobody ever treats him that kindly. Pepper gets angry. Shelby gets snide. Fez had to leave due to some medical issues. More stints in the heart and a slip disc or something. All right, Fez, let's go over all the medicine that you're on right now. Okay, I am on insulin that I take twice a day mm -hmm. with a shot into my stomach. I'm on two other diabetes drugs. I'm on a blood pressure pill for my heart. It, uh, it's a blood pressure pill, and it helps regulate the heartbeat. I am on a cholesterol medicine. I'm on a big dose of blood thinners. And I'm supposed to take an aspirin every day. And I am on two different things for my herniated disc. And they are what? Uh, one is the Lyrica for the nerve pain. And the other is the one I just snorted. <laughs> the Flexorer, Flexorel, uh, which is a muscle relaxer. All right, so that's three. No, it's two for the nerves. Uh, somebody's writing, a lot of people are writing in, be careful with the Lyrica. Have you ever taken that before? No, I just started taking it Friday evening. All right. Uh, a lot of people are writing in that uh, has a lot of side effects. Do you ever check on those? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's dizziness, there's drowsiness, and one that I... Any depression or anger? I haven't had any of that. But I did get a burning sensation in my left hand, where my hand just felt like it was on fire from the inside. Yeah, but that's not going to come from the pill. That's going to be your nerve hurting. No, there is. I looked it up because I looked up burning sensation in Lyrica. Other people have had that problem. Well, why would someone want to take a pain pill that made them feel like they were burning? That seems the exact opposite. Yeah, it's not a painkiller. It's just fucking pain pills. I'll just take, it's I'll not a painkiller. It's a pain filler. <laughs> um, hey, Garth, you're on the Run of Fez show. 
Hey, guys. Hey, Fez. Great to hear you back, man. Good job uh, hooving that braille, buddy. Did my best. <laughs> hey, uh, Pepper, uh, Ron, you guys uh, getting good uh, new music when you're on vacation? You know, uh, my buddy Ken Shane is uh, and Earl both hit me up with this band, uh, I believe, soul band out of Brooklyn called The Revelations. Excellent. Uh, what about you? I listen to a lot of new stuff. I listen to a lot of Django Reinhardt over the vacation, so I was just going I'm talking on. to Garth. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why you uh, thought. I say, what about you? Why I'm talking with someone. You thought it was you. <laughs> Bust his balls, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, I got uh, Talking Heads, uh, Alchemy, uh, Dire Straits Live. Um, yeah, those are no. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> not new to me. Vinyl. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, let you guys go. Thanks, buddy. This lyric has like 30 side effects. Read them off to us. Accidental injury, bloating or swelling of the Balls. face and other extremities, blurred vision. No. That blur- that burning and tingling you were talking about in you the You basically hands. are doing blurred lines to fucking pill. <laughs> you know you want it. Change in walking and balance. I've always Another. had that problem. <laughs> Clumsiness. <laughs> Confusion. How are we supposed to know if he has this or not? Delusions. Apparently, I've been on Lyrica all my life. Difficulty having a bowel movement. Yes, there is constipation involved. Is that right? <laughs> yes. Next one, difficulty with speaking. Why are you laughing at him? You don't go and visit him in the hospital the way I did. Fez, I hope I wasn't there too much. No, you were fine. You sure? I was glad to see you when I came around. Okay. And oh, Chris wasn't there too much. <laughs> he wasn't there at all. Shelby? Uh, nope. Sorry. See, I wasn't confused about that. I know Michelle got you a car, right, to take you home that night. Um, I tried to use the car service when I was getting released from the hospital, but it was going to be like another hour, hour and a half, and I did not. I was ready to get out of the hospital, so I declined. But it was a very nice offer. Oh, the way you made it just sound, though. Okay, read off some oh, more bad things like that. Double vision, dry mouth, fever. Got dry mouth. Headache. No. Hoarseness, increased appetite, lack of coordination, loss of memory, lower back or side pain, painful or. Diff- Wait a minute, what was that last one about memory? <laughs> Didn't you say he was having some weird memory shit last week? Yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't remember if he could, if he, if I called him or not, or if he called me. And I was like, I'm returning your call. <laughs> what? And I, I'm like, I talk to you. Yeah. You're fucking calling people. Gone. Yes. What? <laughs> 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 Who's answering, please? <laughs> what about? Uh, Painful or difficult urination? No, but there's frequent. Hmm. Why don't you go to the bathroom for some of those and not just in your pants? <laughs> <laughs> Too much of a bother. Seeing double. Sensation of pins and needles. That old man radio. I had pins and needles when this started. Needles and pins. Great fucking tune for you. <laughs> Shakiness and unsteady walk. Some of these are just redundant. Yeah. I mean, just anything that could ever happen to a person. Yeah. They're trying to cover their bases. 
One of these says uh, an incredible growth of the mustache. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> did everybody at the hospital comment on your mustache? Only one person did. Only one nurse did. Mm, I think they were like trying to ignore it or wondering when I, if I was there to have it surgically removed. Uh, Joe, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Fez, it's good to hear you back. Thank you, my friend. Hey, I got a question for you. Do you feel bad for doing sniffing drugs in front of a recovering addict? I was wondering the same thing. <laughs> Normally, at that, it's the time that... I'm lucky, though, because I have the kind of support group that comes in and focuses on me and doesn't run away to the other side of the room. So... I couldn't feel closer right now. Um, I'm going to teach you how to fucking burn off some of the impurities in a spoon, and then we'll <laughs> fucking shoot that up. Hurry, 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 hurry. No! Hurry, 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 hurry. Speaking of addicts, uh, I ran into Voss in my fucking block the other day. Oh, nice. Yeah. What was he doing up there? Shoot a movie with Chris Rock. Holy shit. Yeah. He's got another uh, marriage counselor, this time with uh, marriage ref Jim Norton, coming up at the Village Underground. Yeah, he was just telling me about that. Um, I feel like I've handed him off to Jim. I think it'll be one of these things, whoever they get divorced on is the person who loses. So who did it first, Kindler? That was you first. No. Well, you're typing for no reason. <laughs> this is his own. This is the way he works his brain. <laughs> wasn't it you? Was he's, that that? He's typing that. Wasn't that you? He just googled that. Wasn't that you who did that? <laughs> it's fucking fun to be inept. Um, does that bother you that he's doing the plugs instead of you now, Fez? Yeah, I will get back into the plugs. But you notice he's doing half plugs instead of full ones. Yeah, you don't get all the information from him. Uh, I've already heard from Norton's office to pass my notes along, uh, you know, from my findings. Sure. He's got, you know. Hold on, listen for the typing. <laughs> So annoying. Just makes me want to kill. <laughs> Seriously, could kill. See, not being like I'm usually in that seat. I'm the one fucking typing away. Fez has got everybody in different positions right now, but we're going to take these positions and try. I would rather that he learn to fucking worry about volume because it's something that doesn't matter to you. You know what I mean? I and he stinks on. in that fucking seat. Yeah. And you stink in that one. And Fez, I noticed you had to go over during commercials and help him out. Yeah. Yeah. And and his mic was down because the 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 song that started the show was very hot at the beginning, so I had to too hot take it down. I had to take it down from this room. All right. So it's out of whack. All right. Coming back show. What letter grade do you give us? <sighs> I give I give uh, as a show. Yeah. We we get a C for C. just just the Fez. What do you give it? Cluster. I would I would say a C plus. B minus. Right, I'm just going to give it an F. All right. And according to this, the only grade that counts is mine. What? So there's a failure. Fucking average? Yeah, that's how I average it. Well, you three guys, I consider Fs to begin with. <laughs> so why would I bring it in? I'm not going to let you do to me what you did to Davey Mack. 
What did I do to Davy Mac? You got him bumped off this fucking place. Podcast is going great. Yeah. How many people have podcasts now? What? A couple million. Um, Fezzy, one of your best friends, wants to say, welcome back to you. So glad to hear you back, Fezzy. So happy to hear you, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing all right, Blowhard. I just snorted a muscle relaxer, and I think it's cooking in. I don't know if that's the best thing you could have done, but if you're feeling good, hey. Let's not judge. We did whatever we had to. All right, you it's know, fucking triage. Like, I, I'm just so happy to hear that you're back. I know you got your ailments, but you'll overcome, and uh, you'll get through this. And I'm just surprised that your coworkers there didn't come and see you. Did they call you? Did they offer to, you know, bring you anything? I Only think- Ronnie. Thank you. See, B.A., well, Ronnie's a stand-up guy. We know mm-hmm. that, but... I mean, there's no excuse why everybody, you know, when you're not there, they make fun of your ailments and tease right. you and make fun, make light of it. And now you're there, and it's like, you know, couldn't they just, like, stand up and show up and visit you? And Finally the truth, okay? This thing was just, it was in the background all day, but now it's finally getting out there. It just shows that there's no no no, no respect, no love, no, as a, even as a common courtesy, you know, just call the guy and say, hey, uh, could I come and bring you something? You okay? And uh, Blowhard called me while I was in the hospital. That's right. Blowhard the best. I'm checking up. I'm che- hey, Chris, some, can I just say something? Yeah, yeah. That sounded sarcastic, and I don't think that helps the healing. <laughs> hey, it doesn't help the healing process. In the hospital, I'd definitely come there. No hospital can hold me. I, I don't know. I don't know. And Fez, with the lyric, <laughs> be careful with the jail. lyric. <laughs> the lyric can make you very, very sleepy. It, it's it's basically for diabetic nerve pain for the, most of the time. They you think that's why he's having this uh, bad back is from the diabetes? Well, diabetes, you get the neuropathy, and you could have pain, and it might not be anything to do with uh, your back problem or anything. It could just be being diabetic, and at nighttime is usually when it strikes. I mean, I get neuropathy at nighttime sometimes on my feet, and uh, I tried the Lyrica, but you got to take it three times a day, and you just... It, it makes you sleep. It just makes you tired, and it's That's like, nice. I mean, I didn't like it. But being diabetic, you're going to have the neuropathy, and you're going to have pain in strange places where you don't normally feel pain. Balls. You're going you're to say, wow, my arm feels sore today, or my feet, and uh, that's just part of the uh, the disease. It, does, it causes nerve damage and pain. I had fucking pain in a strange place, too. Where? Pismo Beach. That is odd. But yeah, right? That is hey, really was, strange. I didn't even know it was a real place, but it is. And Ronnie, did you check out the uh, the basketball game yesterday, the Nets? They tried to give it away, didn't they? Boy, I'll tell you, I just don't understand the nationalism. Like, everybody up there is waving the Canadian flags. It, it's just, I'm so glad I said what I said before you went on vacation, because it had to be said. That, you know, this is a league, it, it, it's not nationalistic. You don't have to wave an American flag and... I mean, a Canadian flag, and, and and you know, the Nets, the Nets have a have a sort of a chance against the Heat. I wouldn't say that. You know, I'd say the Heat probably win in six, but I think it's going to be a competitive series. But boy, oh boy, this this Net Raptor series it was back and forth. I I put the Nets somewhere about zero percent chance yeah, in this. No chance. You don't think they're going to win a game or two? Winning a game or two doesn't mean they have a chance to win the series, though. Well, they're not afraid of them. They're not intimidated. You got some. But why uh, should they be afraid? It's fucking basketball. Right? It's well, nothing to be afraid of. Yeah. 
You're afraid of the form of the uh, of the defending champion. That's what I meant by that. It's like you get intimidated when you play them. But I think the Nets. Have well, the thing is, they're playing somebody that's better than them and well rested. I mean, they slept. Well, they don't yeah, but a that. lot of people act like the rest is the worst thing that you get. Get you out of basketball shape. I wouldn't be surprised if the Nets pull off a couple of wins. Maybe they could make it competitive. Mm. I'm just, you know, thinking about that. And uh, sorry about your Flyers going down to the Rangers. Boy, what happened to the Broad Street Bullies? Well, it's, you know, 1978 happened. Yeah. And it was all yeah. done. And one last thing. Tonight, 24. You guys watching it? No, I don't watch the 24. I never did. I never watched it. I never got into it. It's a good time tonight to jump on it. Because they got a. Uh, what was I going to watch? So we got Louie tonight, Louis and uh, I'm still in the blacklist for whatever reason. You know, but, but you're ignoring 24, boy. No, oh, I would boy. never watch 24. I don't want to watch a lot of right wing TV shows. It's not I don't watch right anything wing. on Fox. The same people who did uh, Homeland are the guys behind 24. Yeah, I don't watch Homeland either. I refuse. Really? Well, yeah. anyway, I'm glad you guys are all back. And Fezzy, God bless and feel, feel better. And I'll talk to you soon, bro. Thanks, Blowhard. Hey, Kim. Um, I only watch one right-wing show my whole life. What's that? Flintstones. Because... Um, right-wing? Yeah, because they basically were saying that people live the same time as the dinosaurs. Oh. So it's kind of a Christian show. In David Spade. I watched Cosmos last night. Take a while of your way to go. By the way, everything in the Bible is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, he actually says, Neil deGrasse Tyson said this last night. You want to hear something funny? The Bible. <laughs> what are you saying about David Spade? We're going to watch his new special airing tonight. It was last night. May. Great. Would you stop plugging shit from last night? <laughs> that, that was a thing you forgot. Were you fucking yeah, blessed, I, really did. <laughs> I did watch it. It was the most aloof comedy I've ever seen in my life. I only he, saw. Literally ran down the neighborhood as if it was the worst place because there was black people there, and he had six black guys walk him up to the thing. It was very strange. That's fucking weird, Dave. Yeah. That's that's his thing. What's that for? We should break. How many times did I tell you not to give me the signals to speak up? I gotta break this habit. We have to break. Right back, Ron Fez show. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Raw Dog. It's the Ron and Fez show. Uh, Mike Kaka, the inventor of the Ron Bennington's got his own cupcake. And the Chicago Mollies. How's Mollies doing? Very good. We've got four shops now, so I'm pretty excited about wow, that. Wow, that is yeah. exciting. Yeah. Um, you brought us in some cupcakes today. I love the mango, by the way. I did. That's one that they have only in New York, I think. We don't have it in Chicago. So. What else do you have for us today? Uh, there's a flourless molten chocolate cake, a mixed berry cake. 
a uh, cake batter one. That one looks like a macadamia one. Then we've got the peanut butter Nutella, strawberry shortcake, peach cobbler, and the lemon meringue. Shall we grab one for yourself? What would you like? Which one's the peanut butter Nutella? Peanut butter Nutella. <laughs> Nutella. Nutella. Can you think Shelby can eat that with one in one bite? Because Shelby was yeah. choking before the show today. Because <laughs> a piece of ice went down there. <laughs> I thought it was a goner. By the way, we were talking about Star Wars earlier. Yeah. Who do you vote off out of the original four? Um, probably uh, Luke. <laughs> you get rid of Luke. I get rid of Luke. Really because of the first movie of him. Because I, he, was, he was... But he was an effeminate boy. He didn't yeah. know what he was at. He yeah. didn't have anybody to play with. Yeah. Uh, but how did you feel about Leia? Why would I get rid of the only girl on the whole place? See, that's what, Shel- yeah. that's what Shelby didn't figure out, and neither did Fess. Yep. You got to keep Leia. Uh, what else is going on with you? You said you had a question you wanted to bring up to us. <laughs> I do have an odd question. Okay. Um, all of the spaceships people see in the world always seem to have lights. And I don't understand why they would have lights on them. And they always seem to be lights like they would be on airplanes that we would have. Right. And I figure if you're an alien spaceship, you're not going to develop the same lighting that we are going to have and flash it when you travel hundreds of millions of light years away to get here. And So you didn't fall for close encounters of the third no, kind? No, not at all. I think you're going to have enough technology that you don't need lights. See, I'm going to go even different for most people. Not only did I like close encounters, I liked it better than Star Wars because... I like having human beings involved in my stuff. Right. Uh, Luke is not a human being. He's something else completely. But yes, I'm now looking over. Just show us anything with UFOs, and all UFOs seem to have lights. Red and green, if we're going to be honest here. (laughs) Most of them are red and green lights. And they're flashing, just like an airplane would flash. So some alien culture... Billions of miles away, develop the same lights that they put on our airplanes at the same time. All right, this is a very good point because I feel like w- even if I roll into a new neighborhood, I put the lights off on the car. <laughs> you know what I mean? I roll in total darkness. Yep. Um, yep. So you would think they would not have lights on if they were trying to keep away from us. But maybe they don't care if they, if if we are on to them or then not. Then why do they take off every time we come around? And why don't they fly right over New York and look around for a while? You know who said he claims he saw one in New York is uh, John Lennon. Oh. John Lennon said one came right up to his house. <laughs> um, There's always... Go. What are you going to say, Shelby? There's always that like scene where they're like looking up at it, and that ridiculously bright light shines like right down on yeah. them. And they get, that like, makes a noise. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we have technology where we don't need light to shine on something to see it at night. So why is an alien that could travel all that distance need a bright light to shine on me? Well, here I am. It's a good point. It's a stunningly good point. Well, hold on. All right. We have fucking submarines, right? Yeah. That go to the so, bottom of the earth, and it's dark, and we have lights on them. I, I just want to get something straight. No. You think that a submarine's a spaceship? <laughs> no, I'm saying! Because you're talking some shit. <laughs> <laughs> now he's been snorting pills. An alien ship would be like going into an unknown place, like Earth, 
they would need lights just to shine on things in the dark. But we see, need lights. Yeah. Here's the thing, and this is what we don't understand. Let's suppose when that submarine goes out there, right? Yeah. He doesn't give a shit about fish. If a UFO got here, we wouldn't even be slightly interesting to them. Maybe as a snack. Yeah. Maybe as something to eat. You think buildings were plants? They wouldn't know what was going on. No, yeah, they probably look like sandcastles. I always people say, well, they want to communicate and learn from us. I said, but if they're that advanced, we are their ants to them. And how often do you get a critter in your house that you think, all right, I'm very advanced. I'm going to try to communicate with this critter to get him out of my house because I need it. We don't. We destroy it. I think if somebody is that civilized, or civilized, that advanced in culture, they're going to look at us like we're ants and we're be like, fucked. we need to get them out. What do I care? Even our like new high-tech Lexus, they'd still probably be thinking, look, they've... De- no one's going to give what? a shit about a Lexus. It's no, a but spaceship. They, it's but a they, car. They'd still be thinking, look, they've... De- they've Designed some primitive form of transportation, like what even that. What do you think that. they're going to be most appalled with us about? Because I have a feeling it's going to be that we eat animals. <laughs> I think it's going to look up and they're going to say, these cannibals are just eating well, each other down there. I think it might be our fashion. Because everything I've heard about future space aliens and people, they all seem to have one uniform that everybody wears, and it's a jumpsuit. But here's the weird thing about that. Think of here in our planet, as fashion or as civilizations get better, we have more choices. For some reason, we think with aliens or even future people, they won't want to make a fashion choice at all. Yeah. Aliens are also naked a lot of the times. Like the fucking big-headed aliens, they don't have any clothes on. It's just a fucking alien walking around. Name a big-headed alien. Like uh, I think they're called like the visitors. It's like the like the like the most famous like type of alien, where it's just the big head and the big eyes, and they're just naked and just like gray skinned aliens, like an ET looking alien, like th- like this type of alien, the big headed aliens. They have no clothes on. They're just fucking aliens. They don't even have genitals. I think that's because we they always look stupid with clothes on. Like a lizard would look stupid wearing clothes. <laughs> People dress dogs up. Um. Let's go over here to um, Mike. Mike, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, Ron. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, don't you think that if aliens were looking to disguise themselves in our atmosphere, they would put the same lights on that we have on our regular airplanes that they could go unnoticed? So why don't they come in like driving fake airplanes? Well, who knows that they don't? So most of the times when you see an airplane, it's probably a UFO. At least a hologram around the actual UFO. That's a smart idea. Right? I mean, we have fucking hologram Tupac. That was years ago. Yeah, so the St. Aliens must have really advanced but, holograms. Yeah. Shelby, I know you try to run down every idea he I, had. I know. Everything I threw out there is on my dick. <laughs> he just was feeling good about himself. He got me a grand. And then you had to point out how stupid. And now, I mean, I, he is right. No, he's not he right. He's stupid. You're listening to a guy who can't Tupac come. Thing was stupid. You're listening to a guy who fucking come doesn't come out. My well, kid not, has nothing to do with alien I know. I'm system. not listening to him when it comes to coming. That, I don't think I'm an expert. But he knows quite a bit about aliens. Then there's shit about aliens. Um... Macon, Macon, you're on the Ron Fez show. Yeah, those aliens you're talking about the little the ones without pants are called greys. I don't know. I don't know why they don't wear pants, but they're called greys. What did you call them? You called them the visitors? big head aliens or visitors. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess greys isn't even like a real term anyway. But they talk to the south. <laughs> what? 
It's just a short line. What did you have? I said they fought for the South. Okay. <laughs> so you, you tied it in with Civil War, right? Yes. Good. Um, uh, what do you think we got a better chance of? Being killed by robots or being killed by an alien race? Robots. I agree. They're building robots to come to us. These fucking Japanese, they paid zero attention to science fiction. Who was like Jules Verne was the first science fiction writer, right? And right away he starts going like, be careful. Be careful of the machines. And we never listen. We're heading to that. Uh, Stephen Hawking just wrote something that like artificial intelligence is will be the biggest event in human history and also the worst, where it will be the beginning of the end. Really? Because without any of it, you'd be dead now, Stephen Hawking. <laughs> You're fucking a cyborg yourself. And then he referenced... fucking little wise ass with a speaking spell. I would unplug that prick as soon as he started bragging. Oh, really? You're that smart, huh? <laughs> String theory? Suck it. He also uh, then referenced Transcendence, that giant tap movie. So the whole his whole statement was real weird. Not yeah. even three out of four stars. <laughs> he really liked it. That's mocking people that can't speak. It's the kind of prejudice that I don't like. What is wrong with uh, Stephen Hawking? Other than fucking thinking he's so smart. <laughs> but what is what is his it's Lou Gehrig's disease? Right. That's weird because Lou Gehrig had Stephen Hawking disease. <laughs> Well, he was supposed to die within like a year or two after he got it. So the fact that he's alive is miraculous. ALS. Seems pretty happy in this pic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you don't know if he's smiling or not. Yeah, he has no control over that face of his. He can change that voice of his. They've given him technology so it's almost you know flawless and human. But he says, "No, this is my." He says that, but then he calls up his girlfriend using another voice, seeing <laughs> if he can catch her. Hey, baby. <laughs> Talk about black holes all day. Oh, that's disgusting. Um, hey, Greg in Kansas, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, I was just going to chime in on Chris's statement on the gray aliens being naked. And I use the word theory. But the theory behind it is, is that is actually a spacesuit and a helmet that they're wearing, and that is not actually how they appear. Hmm. What a fucking moron! How we, hold on, hold on, hold on. How is there a theory on something that doesn't even fucking exist? And there's that's no fucking why I said itself. I hate to use the word theory. Well, that's how he said he hates to use the Well, then why do you use it if he hates it so much? Why is it another throw- fucking thing that would work? Yeah, Bullshit, Mister Synonym. <laughs> it's a bunch of crap. Well, I agree with you, but that's what they wanted to call it. Remember those aliens in um, in signs that the only way that they could be beat is water. Mm. There you go. So they land on War a planet. War of the world. They died by our own bacteria. <laughs> yeah. War of the Worlds was another one. And Joaquin Phoenix going to town. With a Hit baseball away, bat. Joaquin. <laughs> Hit away. I don't even know why they would come to the Earth anyway. There's got to be more planets like ours. Well, you think there is? There has to be. There has to be aliens, too. There's just too big and too many varieties of things. There's water everywhere, so it's not like they're coming here for water. Yeah, but not a drop to drink. It's all ice, but they can But, melt you it. know, this is the only place that we've ever found that we could live on. True. And there ain't even a lot of that. I mean, we live on the outside of this planet, not the inside, and there's only about six miles or so of that that we would even find breathable. I mean, you look how big the universe is, 
and there's this one little bubble that we can get any air at all, and then we fucking packed that with people trying to breathe. Yeah. There was, a, I think National Geographic did something like, if aliens were to come here, why would they come here? And apparently we're the only place that has chlorophyll that they can find anywhere in the, you know... Our, no one else has it. Nobody else has chlorophyll. So chlorophyll. if they're coming here, they want plants. We need to get rid of it then. <laughs> I ain't hiding from those fuckers. First one comes in, I'm laying out. I'm gonna join a resistance. I don't care how fucking nice they were. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, it's great to see you too. I'd fucking put one right in the back of their head. What if on like aliens on another planet, they're like in their prehistoric age? Like it's just a planet full of like sort of dinosaur aliens. Like they don't have houses or anything. Like the human level Prime beings on there, they haven't evolved yet. Here's the weird thing about it, though. Not only is this the only place that we would consider home, but this is the only time that we could, would consider home. That most of the history of the planet, not only would we not be comfortable in, that we might die in any way. Well, easily die. Most of the time that Earth was around, it would be nothing to us. Like, what's even the first year that you'd want to live in? Oh, like fucking 1900. I wouldn't even want to live past that. Really? Yeah, I I could deal with 1900. Fucking turn of that century. Anything up for that was like too inconvenient. What about you, Shelby? Uh, Whenever the Oregon Trail happened after that. Okay, you're an Oregon Trail guy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What about you, Mike? I don't know. I might take ancient Greece. Everything seems to be invented that was kind of cool back then. Yeah, but like most things, the first edition, you True. really don't want. Yeah. I would have liked electricity. I like even AC. I yeah. mean, I'm not even a pre-AC guy. <laughs> if I'm in Vermont in the summer, I'm like... <laughs> still like that for some It's nice that it's cooling off, but I still want to control it myself. Um, you know, the whole thing about ancient Greece is... Would you be comfortable with the water? I don't know what they were splashing around in. Did they have a well? They had they had running water. They had everything, and then they forgot all that knowledge in the Dark Ages. Isn't that where bathhouses probably yeah. originated? They might have used lead pipes. I don't know if that was the Greeks That's or the Romans. That's not the best thing for you. No, that was pretty bad. But they didn't live long anyway, though. Yeah, back then. Yeah, because they used like pipes. And we yeah. think of like people like just lounging around having grapes fed to them, but that was only like how like three people really that were living that lifestyle. The others were just slaving away. Well, I would be like, I would like to be a wealthy Greek back then. That's I'd always owner. want to be in the wealth class, yeah. no matter what year it was. Put me in the wealth class. Same with the 1900s that you brought up. Oh. Most of the 1900s was pretty fucking rough. Yeah, I have to deal with like World War One, not getting, not going over there. Yeah. Right. And then that whole oh, <laughs> there are no doctors for the Catholics. Really? <laughs> That's it. Come on, I'm white. Come on. Not back then, you wouldn't be. Because you were Catholic. I made a huge fucking mistake going 1900. I forgot about the Catholic thing. And you're watching little kids head into the coal mines. I wouldn't be like in a coal mine town. I'd be in fucking New York. Seriously, you wouldn't want to be living in Scranton? <laughs> <laughs> I like to live in the Dust Bowl, well, 1925. You, you know what the biggest problem in New York was in the 1900s? was horseshit. I was saying this thing, that there were so many horses living in here that they were like, we're all going to die from horseshit. I wouldn't be able to deal with it. I'd freak out. 
And then there was that book that came out, and if it never came out, would the, the so slaughterhouses that were just filled with rats Slaughterhouse and shit. Funny it. That might have been a similar title. <laughs> Are you talking about the John Sinclair book? Yeah. This shall be coming in with half truths. I think it was called This Meat's Bad. <laughs> Ew. That was the last thing your mom said to you before she walked out. <laughs> oh, nasty. <laughs> what age did your mom walk out on you? Uh, it was more like my dad. I mean, she stayed put. We were the ones that left. <laughs> but you went with him, huh? Yeah, it was, uh, it's not like I had a choice, really. It's court mandated. What did your mom do so bad that she couldn't keep her kids? Uh, I don't know, like juggled knives or something. I mean, seriously, normally for the... If I'm a judge and I have to pick between the father and the mother, I'm giving it to the father unless the molestation or crackhead. Yeah, it's like drug, sex, or violence. What fucking thing happened? This was a... Con- con- this was a there was some controversy... The situation. What was it? Uh-huh. What was it? I don't know. Some like judge that was like on, on construction, and they were like, "Hey, Rick, can you uh, get down there and hear this case?" And it was like, uh, yeah. "Let me get this straight." A judge was on construction. Yeah, like some construction type judge, not like a family court dude. Uh huh. Then he was like, "Yeah, head on out to good so old St. Louis." Appeal or just let it go. <laughs> I think she appealed. I don't know. It's all so long ago. Well, you can find out now. You don't you don't have to call you know, rest on a little kid. Call her up. When's the last time you talked to her? When's the last time? Uh, oh, Friday when I said I got in. <laughs> I was in a train accident. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Maybe she's better without you. Fez, you're being awful quiet over there, buddy. Yeah, just hurting a little bit here. What hurts? Uh, my neck, shoulder, and uh, my arm down to my fingertips. He he swore to me last night. He goes, I will be able to do this. You don't even have a worry in the world. I go, I'm concerned about you. He goes, you won't even know I have it. Me picking Fridays the first day out is looking a lot better right it now. It is. You won't even know I have it. By the second hour, he's snorting yeah. pills right in front of you. Did I know. <laughs> that disgusts at me. That was the greatest thing ever. That was pretty crazy. <laughs> but it did it did help you, right? Yeah, it did. It went right to my head immediately. Well, that's what it's supposed to do. Time for another one, huh, Fez? Unlucky boy. I don't have another one. Crushing them pills. What time are you taking? Uh, what is it? Lyrotica? Lyrotica. <laughs> the Lyrica I just took at 3 o'clock. You, and then how did you take that? I swallowed it. Why oh. you snort it, dude? That's our thing now. Because it was a capsule. Well, yeah. You can, can crush those it. up. Fucking, it takes a little more work, but you can do it. Yeah, we got nothing but time. What's that one supposed to do for you? That's supposed to help with this nerve pain down my arm. Are you and feeling has... at least the buzz off of this yet? Oh, yeah. I'm feeling the buzz off of uh, snorting the, the muscle relaxer. Would you like to <laughs> sing along with your song that Michelle wrote for you? Sure, I could do that. I would love to. But make it like a duet where you're both singing it together. Okay. And sing it really loud. Don't mumble. As loud as you can. Nobody ever treats him him like kindly. Pepper gets angry. Shelby gets snide. Fez had to leave out to some medical issues. More stints in the heart. And his lip disc or something. He's back from the hospital. We're ready to hear 
That's right. You don't want to jump in. But maybe tomorrow you win. Just sing it loud and proud. Oh, yeah. I'm you just, don't have to be good, boy. You just have to sing it loud and proud. I just haven't figured out the words yet. Yeah, well, that would be half the fun, wouldn't it? You don't have to be perfect. Mostly tomorrow's Key Bump Tuesday. Yeah. That <laughs> um, would be great, wouldn't it? No, no. Just no. sit around doing Key Bumps all day? No. Without bad. a fucking care in the world? That'd be bad. Yeah. That'd be bad. Now you got me thinking. What'd you do for May the 4th? Did you throw a Star Wars party? No, I didn't. Why not? Because I'm not going to fucking throw a May the 4th party. It's, retar- it's retarded. It's if, if you fucking say... I-, I don't think you get it. You know, May the 4th, right? Yeah. It's like, may the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you. <laughs> yeah, I... Like, start, yeah. Ties in the whole Star Wars thing. Right. I hate it. Fuck J.J. Fuck Abrams and his stupid video selfie. Did I ever tell you the day I saw George Lucas in here? No. Yeah. How, how, how was it? How he was, was it? just sitting there being a regular fucking dude. Oh, nice. He was dressed in the basic George Lucas outfit. Flannel and jeans? Yeah. <laughs> and I actually said to him, I go, George, do you remember when Star Wars came out? <laughs> what do you say? He said, yeah, I do. <laughs> it's really good. I'm about to sell it for <laughs> fucking $4 billion. It actually wasn't that long before then. He was with the senator, Bradley. Oh, shit. On his little show, yeah. They were just both of them sitting in the goddamn fishbowl. It was the weirdest thing I ever saw, just seeing George Lucas sit there. Hmm. It's like seeing Santa Claus show up someplace, but he's real. It's like actually seeing that Santa Claus came in on a reindeer. Wow, what's a fucking myth? See, the thing is, you ever notice like Santa Claus will never throw a saddle over a reindeer and just ride it that way? That's certainly why I'd be doing that in the off-season. Well, he's got the fucking sleigh, so he's not actually fucking riding the reindeer. Yeah, but he's not wanting to take the sleigh everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, you know, other days you want to just saddle up and ride. It's too fat. They'll get hip dysplasia. Does it take hip, all oh, eight? Wait, hold on. Hip what? Hip dysplasia. It's like a half a word and then he went into baby talk. Oh, Fez is going to sing that song. I'm just sing it fucking loud and proud like he cares about it. Um, Chris, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Ron. Um, you made a mistake earlier. You actually said John Sinclair wrote The the Jungle. It's actually Upton Sinclair, but, you know, that's an honest mistake, and it happens. You but what? what's, more, what's more disheartening is all those guys in that room didn't have the guts to correct you. I, well, I, thought, that, I thought that was right, and Upton Sinclair was the wrong guy. I thought John Sinclair was like a 60s radical, right? Uh, I don't. I don't know who John Sinclair is. I know who Upton Sinclair is. Uh, no, John Sinclair was with the White Panthers in Detroit. Oh, the, the White Panther Party with MC5. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was a fucking real maniac. Uh, yeah, you. First of all, he's still around. He's not a maniac. He's a fucking great man. Uh, I'm gonna send you into the big ass prize closet for pointing out that my staff is afraid of me. Beautiful. Upton sounded like some Broadway performer. Up. Girl. Mike, you seen Broadway when you came back to town this week? I saw Book of Mormon last night. How was it? It was excellent. Excellent. Funny as hell. Great for children. Is that right? No. Mm. No, not, not at all good for children. Is it, was it tough to get tickets? It was very tough to get tickets. Yeah. I went to Rocky. Was that good? Oh, did you like the movie? Mm, sort of. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't even bring it up, but the rock's coming in. Not the real rock. The play rock. He was also in, um, he was a Jersey boy, too. Yeah. 
Well, you saw uh, this Book of Mormon when it first started, right? Second day in, Ron, during previews. Wow. With the original cast. What's that mean? Fucking, I'm uh, just trying to brag about something. Previews are still changing stuff, though, right? Yeah, they made, there, were a couple, there were a couple like s- small screw-ups, but it was yeah. fucking hysterical. Yeah. It was great. I saw Wicked during the previews. It was just called Kind of Bad then. It wasn't even... <laughs> Huge change. Yeah, they made a lot of changes. <laughs> the one I saw was not that exciting. How are your seats? Have good seats? We have very good seats. Oh, yeah. And I feel like I want to see Book of Mormon. It was, it's, it was worth it. It's definitely worth going to. Aladdin's were opening this week, though. Yeah, I'm seeing all sorts of fucking ads for it. That should be huge, right? I mean, Lion King's been there for Yeah, Disney has a way of pushing their shit pretty hard. Anything Disney usually does pretty well, doesn't it? Yeah, they do. They make quite a few shekels for themselves. <laughs> uh, John from Mass wants to talk to Fezzy. Fezzy's been awful quiet today, though. Hey, John. Fezzy! Welcome back. Missed you, buddy. Thank you, John. I'm glad you made it. I was actually really worried this time, man. Get well. Uh, well, get well. Okay? Gonna get a disc replaced, and then I'm all set. Right, yeah, but in three months. Buddy. Yeah. That's the problem. Uh, Scott in Texas. You got a disc. Push it on a nerve. What's that? That's what it is. You got a disc. Push it on a nerve. Well, I have what's left of the disc collapsed on the nerve. Yeah, I, I had the same thing. And it, it, it's, a, it's a pain. It aches is what it does. And it's continuous pain. That's what you're feeling. <laughs> I believe you're right. <laughs> I, I got my second opinion now on this neck surgery. <laughs> yeah, you, you have to have a fusion done because they take all that disc out. No big deal. You'll be pain-free after that for sure. Well, I'll look forward to that. Thank you. Good luck with that, man. Take care. All right, bye-bye. Uh, Todd in Detroit. Hey, how you doing? Welcome back, Fuzzy. Uh, Roddy, I don't know about you, but I don't know if I could live the rest of my life with a synonym girl. <laughs> Call back, walk up, back to. <laughs> Is that what you said, Shelby? Might have. <laughs> Did you eat your uh, cupcake? Did you finish it? I don't like to eat on air. Okay, let's see you eat on air. I want to watch you eat. See if you eat like a dainty little lady. How's that? It's nice. Eat more. That's it. Take your time. That's it. Lick it off your lips. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Where's it going? Your belly? Show me your belly. Now, if that doesn't fucking turn get Fez on, I know that he's not fucking gay. <laughs> Fez, your pain is just torrential right now? Yeah, it's, it's a 10 How's at the moment. How's he going to make it? Friday. You want to do the book stack test when we see how many books you can hold? How many cartloads I'd rather skip that today. Come on in here so you can show us where it hurts. All right. Just got a laser pointer. Bring him in, would you, uh, Big Vito? Vito, escort Fez to the studio, please. <laughs> he needs it right now. I haven't talked to Vito all day today. 
Pat said, oh, Pat said, open the door for him, Vito. Thank you, Vito. Where's it hurt, Fuzzy? It hurts here. No, stay in here, Vito. We want you to stay in. It hurts here. It really hurts here. Hurts a lot here. And in here. The weird thing is you've lost a lot of shoulder weight, too. Don't you notice that the shoulders look thin? It's frightening. You got fucking Kevin McHale's shoulders. Yeah, that's where the fat was rolling right off of me. Okay. Avito, how's he been in there? Been pretty good. Yeah. Been having some arm stuff. Yeah. How you been doing? I've been pretty good. We don't we don't much longer with you before you graduate, right? No, I graduate uh like a week and I got like two days left. You only have two days left with us? Yeah, I think well, Thursday. A week and then the two days for the next this week and then the two days next week. So two weeks. Well wow, you really think it close with this fucking TV show, huh? Yep. It's fun not to have shit done. No. Um What's gonna happen after you graduate? You make start making films? I don't know, we'll see. It's, it's time to rest. I'm gonna fucking miss this kid, huh? Oh, I love Vito. I'll come by sometimes. Hang out. I won't want to see you then. Okay, then I won't be all grown up. I want to remember you this way as a delicate young flower. I'm going to miss you. Can we have email conversations? You know what? I know your dad died when you were how old? Like four. I want to be your dad now. I can call you dad now? No, man. I want to sleep with your mom. Oh. (laughs) Do you want a number or email? I got a number. I got a number the day she came in to meet Fonzie. Oh, yeah. His mom's delightful. Oh, I met her. She's very excited for the Fonz. Why didn't you get a picture taken with the Fonz then? Why didn't you make that perfect for them? I didn't. I made it terrible. I was arguing today where he was saying that you couldn't pick up Shelby. I go, you throw Shelby up like there's no problem in the world, right? Yeah. I could carry Shelby around all day. What would that thing be? Is like the brain and the body. Master blaster? Yeah, you could be master blaster. <laughs> too. You have the prick up top and then the nice fucking strong guy. Everywhere. <laughs> you think this kid's going to make a success out of his life? Yeah. I see you doing something awful and then going to jail for a while. <laughs> Here's what I think is going to happen. It's going to be a DUI where the passenger gets killed. That's my prediction. <laughs> I'll guess like he might. He's gonna walk away without a scrap. <laughs> I always looks bad. Yeah, he might kill someone by accident, but like with his bare hands, might get into a fight and then murder them. Here's another thing: I could see you and your girlfriend having a baby, but then you, one of those guys that rolls over on the baby, <laughs> and the baby never gets up. Like, that happens a lot. I hope I don't kill my baby. You don't. You won't do it on purpose. You're just having a nice deep sleep. Just roll over on it. How many kids do you think you want to have? You're Italian and Catholic. Well, like, our usual thing is like eight. Eight. But I want to stop at like two. Really? I'm actually, I'm afraid of having more than one because I don't, I feel like I would like one better than the other. Well, all all fathers do. That scares me. All fathers do. And I feel like I would be a bad influence. I'd probably drink with my kid at like 16, 17. We only have one kid that was really loved, but... That would switch all the time. So you could really battle for it, get it for a while. Personally, I always like being off the, you know, not being out of that pressure position. You know what I mean? Yeah, because once you get into it, now. Once you get into it, now you got to top yourself. It's expectations. You're better off just being an outsider and a loser. <laughs> Shelby, who was the favorite in your family? 
Uh, I'd say probably my brother from my dad because they share golf together. Yeah, and your brother's not a thick-lipped weirdo, right? Uh, no. 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 More normal looking? Uh, actually, you look a lot alike, but... Well, like, you've got a lot in common with your mom. You both wear ladies' underwear. <laughs> look, I just <laughs> like the feeling. Yeah, I understand. You say it keeps you snug. <laughs> what are you checking for? You got to be somewhere else? <laughs> no, my phone is like buzzing and I don't know why. It's blowing up is what the kids like to say. I think it's just like the second my voice went over, people were like, hey... Hey, what's your job out there? Yeah, man. Hey, man. That's so fucking cool. Hey, man, you intern Vito? We love you. (laughs) We got to have some kind of goodbye party for Vito. I fucking love this kid. It's going to be wonderful. What's the... Where where can we get Italian food from? Olive Garden. It's close here. Stop it. I'm serious. I'll beat you to fucking death like there's no tomorrow. Unlimited breadsticks. You know what's fucking funny right now? You're not going to be eating any of the nice Italian food we have. You're cut off. Still or do we take them out on the town one night? After it's over, I'd it love that. Be able to. I don't want this kid to leave. You have to beat him out of the gang too. I'd love oh. to see you try to beat me. Yeah, I don't, know. <laughs> I don't think any of us feel uncomfortable with that. Be a group effort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you start. We'll jump in. <laughs> It's going to be awful having him leave. He was a two-semester guy. (sighs) Double duty. Yeah. I remember when you came in here with your class. That was fun. Yeah, everybody was proud of you. Chris just kept walking by the conference room giving me thumbs up. (laughs) Upstairs. I was like, you're doing good, buddy. (laughs) That's really cool. They gave me two cups. Every other student got one cup. I got a mug and I got a coffee traveler's cup. Well, you were in that thing, two Italians, one cup. <laughs> we got to wrap this one up today. Mike Kaka, it was so great to see you, buddy. Thanks for having me in, guys. You heading back to Chi-Town? Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow we go back. Back to the Windy City. Back to the city with the big shoulders, the second city. A toddling town. My kind of town. Chicago is. Chicken in the car and the car won't go. Well, it should be starting to get nice there now, right? After you were yeah. frozen all year. Yeah, yeah. It was a tough winter. Yeah, they said it was the worst winter in history. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty bad. But I saw how much of the lake was frozen, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, and we had those negative 16-degree days. That was not that much. Everybody just stay in? Um, For the first day or two, yeah, but then everybody kind of... Once it hit, like, minus 8, people can go out now. I'd be like Fez. I'd stay in and snore pills all day. (laughs) Well, I know you... You know, Leia doesn't want to say goodbye. It was nice meeting her. Yeah. Shelby, you're out here, too? You're on your way back to Portland to see your mom? Yeah. Does your mom live in Portland? Uh, yeah, about 20, 30 minutes outside of it. Well, even Portland is outside of Portland. So don't worry about it. There is no downtown, right? Yeah, it's all over. It's weird. She lives in one of those houses you have to pay like $900 for? No, she lives with her uh, her partner. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Your mom has a gay thing going down? No, uh, you know, at that age, you don't say boyfriend or girlfriend. Uh, my partner. No, you only say partner when it's a gay thing. Am I right, Fuzz? Yeah, that's that's for the gays. You know what, Fuzz? I swear to God, that look at you, if Freddie Mercury would have lived. And, you know what I mean? Only. Yeah. That's like, isn't it? Older Freddie Mercury look? <laughs> Should you keep? You should be moving your arm instead of holding on to it like that, though, right? No, it hurts when it moves. I know, but don't they say if you don't use it more? Why don't you get a ball and squeeze it all day? I could do that. Yeah, I know you could. Don't <laughs> I'll use Shelby's balls. 
<laughs> no. Nothing's coming out of them anyway. <laughs> That's a callback, right? Yeah. Good. Because <laughs> um, I didn't know whether you just thought you made it up. <laughs> when you're done with that microphone, Vito, can you get it down to normal height from people? Yeah. <laughs> God bless that kid. He's a prince. Uh, what do we got coming up tomorrow? Anything we got to worry about? Weighing on some last minute bookings, but nothing to announce on that. That sounds like Chris Stanley, doesn't it? Last minute bookings. They're going to come in, though. Uh, I thought we were doing Unmasked tomorrow. Unmasked with Mark Marin. And that's the last minute booking for you. <laughs> no, no, something else. I had something else. What? What is it? Oh, no, I'm not going to sign locked in. say yet. it. I mean, now we're all curious. I'll write it down. <laughs> Seth? Oh. Oprah? <laughs> what makes you afraid to say his name? Oh, no, I just I don't like to say anything. Unless it's, well, is it, it's not even going to be known by most of the audience. No, Ari Shafir. I think it's coming tomorrow. Well, Ari's going to be known. I thought you meant the other name. Ari's a big fucking star. <laughs> oh. Ari Shafir is a big star. Oh, I fucked up. Yeah. So maybe Seth Rogen, too? And maybe Seth Rogen. Maybe Larry King? Possibly Larry King. Well, this is no way to book a show. So, yes. Uh, that's the end of my show. Donk. <laughs>